What is happening, guys? Welcome back to Chaos Theory. This is episode six. Uh, I am your host, Kenneth Chaos Villalobos. Uh, my boy Ivan is uh, feeling a little under the weather, so he had to sit this one out. I uh, love you, brother. Hope you recover, and uh, we'll catch you on the next one. Uh, we need to get started, guys, because this episode is going to be a banger of an episode. We have a, a guy here who has caused some shockwaves, okay, no pun intended, in the community since he emerged from the pandemic and became a powerhouse content creator for the Marvel 2 community. And he's none other than MBC2 Roundhouse. What is happening, brother? Yo, what's up, bro? Glad to be here. Fan of the show. Um, it's been entertaining. A- every episode has been entertaining. Hey, thanks, man. I appreciate that, brother. We're, we're doing our best. We're doing our best yeah. to to give content to the community. There's a lot to talk about. Um, I wanted to bring Roundhouse in here, especially uh, right after Evo. I know that I, ha- I had to bring Pasadena in here first. I did want to bring Roundhouse in here to uh, go over a few topics. There's a lot of stuff that he wants to get off his chest. And uh, I, di- I did want to get some feedback uh, from him regarding a few topics. So let's kick things. Let's kick this off, man. Talk to us about Evo. What happened at Evo 2022? I, I want to hear your ex- about your experience and everything that went down. Uh, I didn't enjoy Evo. Oh. I, I thought Evo was um, pretty shitty. Oh, <laughs> I, I actually uh, predicted it was going to be shitty f- from the jump um, because the way it was, I don't know, the way it was ran, the setups, the equipment, the communication, the, you know, the promotion of Evo and where everybody's going to be, like, it didn't sit right with me. And Oof. then, you know, after it happened and, you know, we got Thriller to stream some and, of course, Onikagi streamed his stream. But... I don't know. It, it it didn't seem right to me, and um, you know. Can can we go in, into the specifics? Because you you gave us a laundry list of, of things that you didn't like. Uh, it, what would you have made different? What would I have made different? I would have um, had better communication. I mean, if you had communication with the community, and you know the players, and you know what they want, you know what they like, you know um, how it's supposed to be ran, and if you listen to people. I think it would have been ran a whole... I mean, it did run well, because um, a lot of people said it ran well. And I, I too, would agree that it, it ran well. Pasadena said it ran well. You yourself said it ran well. Yeah. I mean, but the only reason it did run well is because of Kumaidi. It was because of Rim Rattler. It was because of Eddie Dangerous. And it was because of a couple other people... Um, Forgive me if I didn't drop your name. But uh, what do they do? Did they well, each one actually helped him run a pool. Okay. Okay, so that's why um, it ran well because those guys, you know, they were in charge of a pool. Even though sometimes they might have done, they might have done a good job running the pools because you know they were soft spoken or they didn't know the players or mm-hmm. sometimes they're looking for people or didn't know how to pronounce someone's username and just looking around and just laughing. So oh, I see. So the fact that Onikage had a couple of people to help him out with the bracket that that made the difference. You, you think that made a difference for the tournament to run well and finish in time. I see. And to run well and finish in time doesn't mean it was a good tournament. Yeah. So running well and finishing time. If you have, you know, we had what sixty? How many players? How many players? We had about eighty. Oh no, sixty-five. Sixty-five players. Yeah. So we have 65 players, and you do the math. I did the math. Mike Infinite did the math. 
and there's no way we'll get 65 players done in that time slot that we had. The only reason why it ran efficiently and it finished in time is because we had hella DQs. Hella DQs because a lot of these motherfuckers, when they lost their first round match, some people didn't even show up to their first round match. Yep. And if they did lose their first round match, they were gone. They're not sticking around waiting three or four hours to play their second round match just to get washed again. Right, right. right. I wouldn't either. If if I had no chance of winning, I ain't wasting three or four hours hanging around, <laughs> waiting for these sorry ass motherfuckers to play so I could come in just to get my ass beat. You know, I'd rather well, do something else. Well, you know, the last episode, uh, <laughs> I told Daryl that uh, another thing that helped us out was the fact that we had ample setups. Yeah, we had ample we, setups. We had we had what eight monitors or something like that. We had six monitors. Six monitors. And the thing was, two monitors was Thriller. So if Thriller didn't bring his two monitors. It would oh, have ran we, we a lot. Yeah, fucked. it would have been fucked. I see. Okay. But either either way, even with those monitors, those monitors had no fucking volume, and they were laggy. That's true. Yeah, we did we did cover that. Uh, you can't please everybody. Th- this is definitely a learning experience. I think that we can make some better choices uh, the next the next year if this does happen again. Um, I did hear that they kicked us off the main stage. This 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 is new information to me. I did hear that they kicked us off the main stage for for grand finals because they didn't like the negative feedback that we were providing yeah. about the whole situation. Fuck them, if- fuck them, <laughs> fuck you, fuck your negative feedback. Motherfuckers was talking about the MVC two community is ungrateful. The MVC two community is fucking crying. Whatever, fuck you, because that's some fucking bullshit. Um, if you love this game, you would fight for it and you would you know get get it right. Because I I, I don't like the way that shit was ran. I mean. Onikage did this shit, <clears throat> but then he said, I couldn't stream. He told me straight up, I couldn't stream. Yeah, I remember that. But from the jump, he said, I could stream. And then, you know, we had our little back and forth, and he was like, no, you can't stream. Was it? Was there ever a specific reason given for that? Uh, space, equipment, resources. But I told him, I told him I was going to bring my own shit. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I could bring my own shit. I could bring a hotspot. I could do my own thing. I'll even stream from a fucking cell phone if it if it came down to it. But then all of a sudden, Thriller, Thriller, all of a sudden, he got the green light to stream. So I don't know how that happened, but I don't know how you could. Um, shout out to Thriller. Thriller is my boy, but you can't go from one extreme to the other extreme because that's kind of. I I didn't really like that. What do you, What do you mean? From one extreme to another. Well, not supporting evil, not participating in evil, not fucking with on a, not fucking with Onikage. I see. But all of a sudden, mean. he's yeah. he's allowing you to stream. Yeah. So all of a sudden, we we, we suck in wee wee now. Well, we've all we've always universally agreed that the more exposure, the better as a community. So I I didn't like that as well. I didn't like the fact that they didn't let you bring your setup, even though you said you were going to bring your own equipment and all that. Um, I think it would have only helped. So I, I'm not I'm not with that part of you when it comes to that. Yeah, I didn't really care because I, I did bring my equipment and I was thinking about streaming, but I was like, you know what? Nah, fuck this. Well, we were all ready to bust out the cell phones and just record preppy style, and, yeah. and just upload raw footage. I mean, we were ready to could've, do whatever whatever it took. It could have, bro. Look at this, bro. We had so many marquee matchups, so many high level matches that weren't recorded. How how is me versus Krizzle? In grand finals of our pool to make it to top eight, not streamed. And that was one of the hypest matches because everybody was behind our setup. Everybody was going crazy. Money was being, you know, betted on like crazy. 
there were, I was popping off. He was popping off. The crowd was talking shit against me. Yeah. But none of that was recorded. Just just to kind of give our fans uh, a little bit of the backstory here. My boy Roundhouse here, he's he's a very po- uh, polarizing, uh, he has a very polarizing presence in the community. Uh, he started off in local, local competition and to this, he's evolved to become a name that's synonymous with, with Marvelous Capcom 2. Everyone knows who he is. Everyone is either for him or against him. And whether you're for him or against him, you're involved when it comes to his matches. Uh, if he's playing somebody that, that's that's of a, a marquee name like Krizzle, Smooth Viper, Justin Wong, you're going to want to tune in because you know that there's going to be a lot of uh, animated antics uh, involved with him. We're going to learn a little bit more about him as, as the show goes on. Um, so we talked about Evo, the, the tournament experience, what you liked, what you didn't like. Everyone wants to know about Amir. Okay, Amir, the, the powerhouse from the Philippines who came who came out and you guys were going to throw down along with Andy Doom and even Neo, although that, that didn't happen. Is there anything that you want to get off your chest regarding the Amir money match? Because there was a lot of controversy yeah. surrounding that. Definitely a lot of controversy. Talk to us about it. Um, I didn't like the way it was handled. I mean, it was um, it was pretty shaky from the jump. <clears throat> Amir is my guy. George CYF is my guy. So I, I support both of them. Um, both of them are very good players. Both of them placed top eight in EVO as well as myself. Um, both of them support the community. They love the community. Those two specifically are big with the Filipino community too because they're the ones bankrolling their events. They're the ones making things happen. They're the ones, you know, doing the, the stuff, like especially the, the Philippines Invitational that's going to happen next year. So I'm very grateful for Amir. I'm very grateful for George. Um, but with that match, it was shaky from the jump because – when me and Namir was playing prior, like um, months and months and years ago, online, he always said he wanted to play me for money. And I was like, yeah, let's, let's do it. Okay. So we were supposed to play at Evo when he was supposed to come, but I was never on the card. When when Thrilla did his, um, his little promotional flyer, I wasn't on the card. It was Andy MSP, it was Neo, and it was Andy Doom. Yeah. I was never on the card. And I'm at, I asked him why. I was like, why am I not on the card? He's like, oh, no, I don't want to play you. I'd rather play Andy, Andy MSP, and Neo. Thinking he's going to beat Andy, or thinking he's going to beat Andy MSP for sure, so that's free money. Wow. And he could roll that to Andy and probably beat Andy. If he loses to Andy, he'll break even, and he'll just have an, a nice ex- exhibition with Neo for first to 25 or whatever. Right. So I wasn't even in the picture. So... You know, when this was promoted, I wasn't in a picture. Weeks, months, I was still wasn't in a picture. It was only a few days before the tournament. Was when wow. I, it was a few days before the tournament when Andy MSP dropped out. And I guess Amir got pissed because he thought Andy MSP was free money. This is like some UFC shit. The yeah. car gets shuffled around and now yeah. you, have a new, you have a new opponent that you haven't even trained for. Yeah. So I wasn't even training for him. He wasn't on my radar. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I'm I don't back away from any from anybody, from any name, from any money match. I play everyone. So I was like, fuck it. Let's do it. Um Okay, so I am tentatively on the card a few days before the event. Okay. So I'm cool. All right. 
we got everything ironed out. I'm playing uh, on a certain day on a certain time. All right, cool, cool, cool. So I'm I'm preparing for that shit. But hang on, before before we continue, when you say everything ironed out, okay, what did you think about these? For everybody listening at home, okay, sometimes when you have a a money match or there, there's something on the line, certain players have certain conditions that want to have met because that's just how this thing goes. Sometimes there's yeah. a compromise. Sometimes there isn't and a money match falls through. In this case, if I'm not mistaken, okay, you can clear, clear this up now. Amir had conditions that he wanted to have met before this money match was going to happen. Correct. Can you speak on these conditions? And what did you think of them? Um... I didn't care about the conditions. I just wanted the match because I thought Amir was free money. I st- uh, what were the conditions? The conditions were it had to be a first of 25. <laughs> it had to be at their Airbnb. And I couldn't have anybody on my side there. Just had to, I, I, I just had to show up. So there's going to be no crowd. I'm <sighs> there solo. It's going to be a first of 25 and it has to be at their place. So what did you think of this? During the time, I don't care. Just get me on the card because I'm, I'm trying to take that money. I'm, I'm trying to have some fun. I respect that. Okay. So yep. the, the greed in me um, took over and I was like, fuck it. Just get me on. Okay. And then because the fact that me and the mirror has been talking and then, you know, I was off the card and he was like, oh, well, I can't really beat you. And I'm not sure if he's saying that he's trolling me or whatever. He said, no, nah, man, I can't beat you. And I was like, no, this is the first to 10. He was like, no, no, first to 10 is way too short for that amount of money. I'm like, let's do a first to 15. No, no, no. I, I can't beat you in a first to 15. Let's do a first to 25. That's what he said. And I was like, man, I don't want to do a first to 25. That's a fucking lot of games, bro. Oh, yeah. That's a fucking lot of games. And he said, no, no. It's first to 25 or nothing. <laughs> so if you want to play me, it's going to be first to five. If you don't want to play me, that's fine. I'm not, I, I'm not, gra- you know, I'm not holding your arm or first, 25, yeah, you first to 25. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. Let's do it because I'm greedy. Yeah. That, that that got me and then i was i was preparing for it i knew he played a msc so i had you over and i was playing against your msc and i was playing against other magnetos so i, I was preparing for it he didn't even use msc against me he used a different team yeah he used a different for those team. of you listening msc is magneto storm uh cyclops with with the anti-air assist he does the uppercut to kind of interrupt uh someone who's trying to rush you down and, and pr- provide a lot of offense. I tried to emulate that as best as I could. Uh, at the end of the day, like you said, he didn't even pick that team. Yeah. That That's his what he considers his final form team that he hasn't had to showcase yet. I was surprised. I don't know about that because I think you have a pretty damn good MSC. And when I played you, I beat you. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, if I could beat Ken, and Ken has a way better Magneto than, than anybody playing the game right now i think so if i could beat ken with msc there's no way amir is beating me and yeah. i think i'm not sure if amir saw that or i'm not sure if you know the filipino community saw that or i'm not sure what happened but after that i get a text message from justin wong i'm not sure if you know about this no i don't but i got a text message from justin wong and justin wong was like yo roundhouse Amir said he wanted to money match me, but if he money matches me, I'm going to be off the card. So I want to clear the air with you first. I mean, I don't want to take this money match and leave you in the dark because, you know, he was looking out for me. 
Yo, that's respect right there. Yeah. Yeah. That that was respect. So immediately my heart sunk. I was like, oh, this motherfucker is going to drop me to get a high profile match with Justin and just leave me in the dark again. That's, that's, that's going to be twice. So like my emotions are kind of like fucked up right now too. Yeah. So I'm like, and, and could it be because he watched the stream of me fucking up your MSE? Could that be it? Oh, you know he was watching. So he was going to drop me for Justin. And I was like, no, Justin, Justin, please don't, don't take it. Let me money match him because, you know, you already fucked me up. So, <laughs> so do me a favor, say no, and then just let it ride. Yeah. So, and then it it happened. So we had that money match at the, the Airbnb. Not the best, not the best conditions to play under, yeah. in my opinion, but, uh, you know, you you did what you had to do to make the match happen. Yeah. Uh, he ended up taking it uh, 25 to 17. 25 to like 18. 25 or, to 18. Okay. Or some shit like that. But, but the thing is, I got to 15 first. Yeah. I got to 15 first and I forced him to take a timeout. That's right. So yeah. I won the first two games. I, I popped off. I won the first two games. I popped off, but the pop off wasn't really great because there's, there's no crowd. There's no one there. Yeah. yeah, there's no one in there. I'm just popping off, and it's kind of feeling awkward because George and Amir is there, and they're like, "Yo, this motherfucker is popping off in an empty room." <laughs> so then I kind of cooled it down, and then you know, my gameplay was 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 definitely different. Sometimes right. you thrive off the crowd. Sometimes yeah, absolutely. You hear people talking shit in the background, and you know, when shit like that happens. I thrive in those conditions. Like I've, I've noticed yeah. that. I've noticed that the the heckling doesn't get to you at no. all, and that's that's something that I wish I could I could improve on because I feed off the energy. I feed off both positive and negative, and sometimes the negative energy kind of you know you can't help but yeah feel a certain way. Well, I don't know that that's just me. But if there's if there's one quality that I admire with uh, of you, it's it's that it's the fact that you thrive under that yeah. that negative energy because there's a lot of people that. Don't like the roundhouse train. They don't want to <laughs> jump. They don't want to jump on board, and, and that, that's just how it is. Yeah. But you do a really good job of keeping composed and landing your moves. And that's at the end of the day, if it gets you the win, then that's it, man. That's yeah. that, that's all there is to it. If Amir wanted to run it back with you, if he gave you the run back, would you this time want to set some conditions or do something different with with this no, matchup? There, there doesn't need to be any conditions. Just first to fifteen. With a crowd, I mean, how, how was with the crowd though? You want a crowd there? Not, it doesn't have to be a big crowd. As long as there's some people there, I don't want you know a quote unquote library match. Jtron called it a library match. Yeah, because we was there, and then um, when Amir was playing at Evo um, during top eight, he played differently when the crowd was on his ass. When I was on his ass, when Jtron was on his ass, when I was making my hand gestures, when I was yapping, when I was popping off, that was the main reason why he lost to Jay. Yeah. Because there was opportunities where he could have beat Jay and he would have been top three, possibly back to the grand finals if he would have beat you. So with those conditions, he played differently. Like he was looking nervous. His hands was shaking. Yeah. Like it's a, it's, a, it's a different environment yeah. for sure. Uh, there was a quick spat that you had with uh, with George Cyf. Oh yeah, yeah, that yeah. match. It's uh, all love, though. You love to see it, man. It's, <laughs> it's just there's nothing like being in the moment, and every, there's emotions are just flying high, yeah. and everyone's picking there. You know, you gotta you gotta pick a side, yeah. or you could be as neutral as you want. But at the end of the day, you want one of these guys to win. 
And it, like you said, it's all love yeah, at the yeah. end of the day. It's all love. Me and, oh, go ahead. Me and George, we're, we're cool as hell. And it's all love. Love that guy, man. We just did it for, because um, he was popping off. He was doing some stupid hand gestures about um, like his hand was like this. And he was doing like a, a, a yapping motion because we were yapping. But when Amir won one game, we, we weren't yapping. So when when uh, Jay won the next game, <laughs> I, I did the same <laughs> yapping little um, gesture with my hand, and then George is looking stupid because he didn't know how to re- react to it. And then he was saying shit about like, well, we got your five thousand dollars, and we we got your money here in his little um, Louis Vuitton little backpack. But I'm like, yo, I don't give a fuck. I got your money from Sue Mighty times two with more amount. Say something, and he can say nothing. So true, see, yeah. so that's true, yeah. You know, you could pop off, but I could pop off back. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what I love about this game is that there's so many battles, but the war is never won, man. Yeah. It's always live to, live to fight another day, and sometimes you got to hold the L. And, and yeah. as long as you have a good time, that's all that matters. Yeah. So that's what happened with Evo. Uh, in the present day, okay, one of the hot topics that's going around is the, the current state of Marvel vs. Capcom 2 rankings. I went on record to say that no one from the East Coast is currently in the top 15. Correct. Would you agree with that? You agree with Correct. that? Correct. Okay. Yep. Do you think that anybody over there gives you a problem right now? No problem. Nobody from the East Coast gives me any problems. Um, oh, shit. Yeah. It is what it is. Um, I've been undefeated with those dudes. Um, none of them could beat me. Mike Infinite cannot touch me. Chris Matrix cannot touch me. Josh 360 cannot see me. Josh Wigfall cannot see me. Wh- whoever else is there, I think... Uh, just amazing i think he's one of the new the up-and-comers that, that want to play me i, I do want to play him i heard he's really good i heard, heard his like you know the east coast abs um yep but that doesn't scare me uh if he wants to run it we could run it but no one from the east coast is scaring me no one from the east coast is in the top 15 um i i, I did money matches at, at evo with josh wickfall one of my money match with josh wickfall i beat mike infinite um, a money match with Mike Infinite, and one of those matches was a perfect. Now, perfecting, wow. perfecting someone with Sentinel, Storm, and Iron Man is pretty difficult. That's no easy feat. Yeah, yeah, and, and I got him with a perfect, and I was fucking him up mid match, where I knew I was gonna get a perfect because I got the Iron Man tag in. Mid match, Crystal was playing right next to me. Crystal was playing Jay right right next to me at the salty suite. And mid-match, during my infinite, I said, Crizzle, stop what you're doing. Crizzle, stop what you're doing. Look at this. <laughs> he stopped what he's doing. And I said, I'm, I'm going to get Mike infinite with the P. Dookie. And then Mike was like, no, no, no. You're, no, you're not getting him. You're going to drop it. All of a sudden, boom, I hit him, finish him off. He thought he chipped me like one bit. He's like, no, you didn't get a perfect, you know, yeah, yeah. take some chip damage. And they said, perfect. And the whole salty suite was like, oh, shit, he got him with the P. Dookie. So, Mike Infinite, he got the P. Dookie. So, I'm not even worried about Mike Infinite. He's not on my radar. I beat Josh 360, two sets. Yep. Not oh, Josh 360, there. Josh 60. <laughs> Dropped three because he lost 300. So, 300, 360 minus 300 is, is Josh 60. So before we, before we continue, uh, for those of you listening, Roundhouse, since he started streaming and, and he's since he started providing content, he's coined a fucking long list of round, what I call Roundhouse-isms. 
lot of catchphrases, a lot of terminology that you have to be there when it's history. Once he coins them, like P. Dookie is one of the ones that he came up with. <laughs> well, you got streaky streaks. You got quit playing with me. You got what else? Got all types of shit, but all kinds <laughs> of stuff, man. And it's and a lot of people utilize it to this day. It's it's almost like a pop culture resurgence for for Marvel too. Um, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, like, even the nicknames. Like uh, I shouldn't even have referred to him as Josh Wigfall. He he, he should have been referred to as. Washed Jigfall. Yeah, I do remember and that. And uh, J Free Sixty. It was Free Sixty, but now it's J Sixty. Um, Mike Infinite. Uh, Wasn't it Mike? Psych, Psych Infinite. Because p- people thought he was good, but Psych. I thought it was no, Mike, he ain't. Mike Finite or, or Finite. <laughs> Could have been Mike Finite too, because yeah, Piss Matrix. <laughs> um, I mean, list goes on. Even like you know, people would. Third world Machu stuff like that, <laughs> bro. I'd be going at it. The okay, so going back to East Coast. Okay, so you said East Coast can't touch you right now. Sanford has been the talk recently. He's been trying to uh, kind of move his way. I mean, nobody asked him to, but he's been trying to shovel his way back into the talks of of being top ten and stuff like that. Uh, would you want to run a set with him uh, oh. in the future? Would, would you be down to? I'm down to run a set with with anyone. Anyone? Okay. Um, I'm down to run a set with anyone, but I don't. I don't think he wants to run a set with Pasadena. That that's for damn sure. That I think Pasadena. I mean, it's because we already we already know what to expect. Is is the the complaints about Magneto? Magneto. We, we th- this is a fucking dead horse that that we've been we've been on. I think with you, there are a lot of a lot of matches that people still want to see, like the just amazing one. Uh, against Sanford, I do want to see you play against Smooth Viper again because I feel like he's gone through a, a kind of a resurgence over the past year or so, where he's been more active, and yes. I, I can see that he's he's improved in certain areas. He's he's kind of getting the old spark back. Um, I, I'd want to see you guys go at it again, yeah. and then uh, only time will tell. You know when we'll run these matches, but I'm pretty sure that we can we can get that going. I'm pretty sure something's gonna happen. I think they're gonna talk about bots for soon. Okay. Uh, I would love it. I would love to run it again with Smooth Diaper, um, because the last time we played, I would think it was an Evo 2K19, where he came and he was popping off. He was popping off like crazy. He was doing a pre-match interview. He was talking shit during the match, all to end up getting fucked up by me and Rudy for no reason. <laughs> Like for those, real those of you listening, this is this is a very an infamous matchup because everybody, if I if I recall correctly, everyone was talking smack behind you yeah. uh, during that match yeah. against Smooth. And once you had that last win, you got up, and all you did was give him a DX <laughs> crotch chop. Yeah. You told him to suck it. I'm like, wow. <laughs> yeah, the two thousands are alive and well. Um, so go, going going past the rankings, all right. We already know about these these matchups that we want to see. Let's talk about you as uh, a content creator, okay? Because the pandemic hit in 2020, mm-hmm. and we stopped with the the local sessions. We stopped with um, tournaments in general because of the pandemic. You started to provide more content on on the social media level. Yeah. Okay. Now you can you can kind of correct me if I'm wrong, but we started off with Facebook Live. You were playing on Xbox Live. You were playing on uh, PSN, and you were streaming from your. All you had was the tripod, your cell phone, and you were aiming it at the screen. Sometimes yeah. the angle wasn't ideal. Sometimes the screen was a little glary. Yeah. But what made you start to? Um, 
made you want to start sharing content like this? Well, what made me want to start? Yeah. Um, I didn't want to to actually create content. I didn't want to do a stream. I didn't want views or anything like that. The only main reason why I decided to record these matches and have it live is because we were playing money matches on stream. I mean, we were playing money matches online. So, you know, when you play money matches online, there could be a dispute where is uh, my word against yours. Um, this happened, this happened. I, I disconnected. No, you disconnected. This motherfucker done pulled the plug because it's getting his ass beat. <laughs> Stuff like that, you know? So there's times where there's been disputes when we run, run money matches online. So we're like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to stream this shit. Everybody's going to see it. And, you know, you see on my end, I'm not doing shit. Both of my hands are on the fucking joystick. I'm the one playing. Um, I'm not pulling no fucking Ethernet cord out. I'm not powering down, you know, the button or doing some stupid shit. So that, that was the only reason why I started um, going live on Facebook. And then it started picking up steam because, you know, the way I play, um, I play, you know, people say I play Marvel and I press like a million buttons and like three <laughs> moves come out. So people watch because of that. People watch because of my oh. emotions. When oh, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to the roundhouse playstyle in, in a bit. Yeah, I guess people it it caught on and people liked it and people liked to watch it and it was it was high level matches. So people were like, "All right, I'm tuning in." Oh, roundhouse went live. I'm gonna tune in. I'm gonna tune in. So I'm playing like Andy Doom. I'm playing World Machu. I'm playing um, IFC Zangief for money online. I'm playing yeah. you. I'm yeah. playing. I'm playing these high level matches that not people get to see because when when i run my matches it's private matches like there's no lobby no spectators so if me and you are playing no one's gonna know about this, these matches except for me and you you know and you know what that that's a very good reason for you to to i I, ne I never knew that that was the reason why you started streaming but it does make sense because when there's money involved you want to, you want to make sure that that box is checked where you have multiple people that saw the the live stream or whatever yeah. the case is that way there's no dispute yeah uh, so that very smart, very smart. Or I, someone didn't pay you, like oh no, what match? The match didn't happen. I, oh, I never played you, or we never said this amount or whatever, you know. So oh, yeah. the stream title, the oh, amount, yeah, here it is, all man. this stuff, you know, is it, all documented. Recorded on the LG chocolate, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uploaded. So gradually, you went from, you started to realize that this was, not not just something fun to do, but you wanted to get into it because eventually you went from your Facebook Live uploads to your YouTube channel, right? Yeah. And then gradually you switched over to Twitch, yeah. which is, of course, for those of you listening, it's the ideal platform to, to stream gaming. Can you walk us through what it was uh, as far as your research, uh, the equipment that you bought? Um, how, how time-consuming was it for you to get everything set up? Because uh, you, you have a pretty ridiculous setup when it comes to to capture capturing audio uh, video um your cabinets that have been modded i mean walk us through that how what was it like kind of getting everything ready to to your liking to your preferences well i didn't know anything about uh twitch so um when i first started lockdown was the first person to say hey man you should start streaming on twitch lockdown nice. he was definitely the first person to say i should be streaming on twitch i should be monetizing this yeah shout out to lock yeah. he said man i'm getting I'm 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 getting like over a hundred views, over hundred fifty views, almost two hundred views on Facebook Live. Not making no money on it. And mind you, it's not just Facebook Live. 
in a public setting is the Facebook Live in a private group. So there's only, if you look at the Facebook group right now, there's only a handful of active people that just post. That's true, yeah. But when I go live, how come there's like 200 people watching right. live? And if I'm getting those many people watching live on Facebook live in a private group, in lockdown, said, so imagine what you could do you know, in public, in a public on setting, yeah, and, uh, on Twitch, in a yeah. bigger, bigger, you know, platform. And bro, I was there when when you had when you had barely launched your Twitch, and we were averaging about maybe twenty viewers, twenty five. And now yeah. you're hitting what kind of you're hitting well over a hundred, two hundred yeah. uh, viewers on average, mm-hmm. which is ridiculously good. Yeah, and uh, it's I, only and it's only going to go up. Yeah, I, I'm getting those numbers streaming bullshit, playing um, PSN games after work. But when I, you know, host events and do stuff and have like, you know, money matches, like, you know, the Justin Wong money match, goddamn, that shit went six thousand live viewers. Yeah. Yeah. That 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 really um blew up my channel. Shout outs to uh Justin for um making that happen and Well we'll talk yeah. about that. Yeah, we'll talk about the Justin match. Uh so you got so you didn't so Locke kinda helped you yeah. get everything going. Lock well, Locke said here, buy this, buy that, buy this, buy that. That, that, that's yeah. what that's what I was, I was getting at. So you got everything set up. You made the switch over to Twitch. The quality is amazing. The sound is great. You have everything set up the way you wanted to. Yeah. And I think it's great that you can just come home, throw the game on, which is what you were going to do anyway, like yeah. you said. Yeah. You'd, you'd be running games anyway if you weren't doing this. Yeah. So what better way to, to run games than to stream it? Everyone's enjoying it. You're getting paid. Yeah, you, you're getting a little bit of change at the end of the day. Yeah. So you can't you can't beat that. I think can't beat that. Um, uh, of course, everybody listening at home, uh, I'm going to post up all of Roundhouse's links uh, in the co- in the description. Make sure that you guys follow, like, subscribe. Uh, can you let the fans know what can they expect when they tune into your streams? Uh, you can expect a lot of um, shit talking, <laughs> a lot of shit talking, a lot of emotions, a lot of hell nas and fuck yes and that's some bullshit and you know stuff happens when you drop stuff and you know you get mad you smack the joystick and say some stupid shit you, you know there's sound bites i have a sound bite so when i you know hit somebody with the unibeam kill somebody with the unibeam chip you know i have the unibeam so- sound bite what when i win um a money match set you know the, you know the paypal sound bite is gonna pop pop off when i cross somebody up with a smooth combo smoother than um airbrush king's brain i do the air, uh um, combo i mean not the combo the um the cross step sound bite so you know you can expect a lot of things it's, it's it's a very enjoyable stream you can make some money off of it because there's side bets like crazy every night i stream no matter what match no matter who's a sorry dude playing there's gonna be um bets going on so you can make some money off that there's some jokes you could always catch Airbrush King's antics, acting stupid, um, people, you know, roasting people for no reason. I'm roasting, you know, the stream chat, and it's just it's, it's just fun time. So it's that, a good, yeah. it's a good time. So it's safe to say viewer discretion is advised. Yeah, yeah, viewer <laughs> discretion is definitely advised. I'm I'm not for everybody, but you know, people hate me. People, some people like me, but everybody watches. Because that's, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Because because I monitor it, I see who's watching. I see. I, I know. I know who hates me, but they be watching. <laughs> very <laughs> true. Very true. Uh, I did want to kind of take a step. We kind of did things out of order for this uh, for this episode. Um, 
I know that you've been in the game for a long time yes. in terms of uh, just fighting games in general. Yeah. Uh, you went to Cal State Long Beach, right? Mm-hmm. You started you started in the, in the student student union area there playing games. Yeah. I always I always knew you as an OG head from Regency. Yeah. Okay. And from what I understand, it's because you lived close by that that was your spot, right? Yeah. Did you did you go anywhere else? Did you ever go to FFA in the early days? Not, Golfland. Not in the early days. Uh, in the early days, it was just what I know and what I'm local to. So what I'm local to, which was Regency, I lived down the street, and then um, what I know, um, which is Nickel Nickel, because oh shit, I used to play at Nickel Nickel. I think it was in um, OC Huntington Beach or some shit like that. Um, there was like this new arcade, and all these games cost a nickel. Well, okay. not, well, not a nickel. Like sometimes just three nickels to play or whatever, whatever bullshit it was. But it was like during that during that time period, it was unheard of because nickel, nickel. You playing arcade games for a nickel? Like you could be there all day and and play play all all, all the games. And back then, I didn't really care. Back then, I was more concerned about Guitar Heroes. I was more concerned about Time Crisis. Yeah. I'm more concerned about you know NFL Blitz. I was more concerned about those games because those games cost more money to play. Like Time Crisis costs 75 cents or a dollar some places. Dude, in some places it's, it still costs that much. Exactly. Expensive-ass game. So there, when you go there, you play those games. I, but that was when Marvel's Capcom 2 dropped. When Marvel's Capcom 2 dropped, the first time I ever laid eyes on Marvel's Capcom 2 was the day it launched and the day it would, they, they plugged it in at Nickel Nickel. Holy shit. Yeah. And I was like, God damn, this game looks fucking legit. I saw it. I was like, yo, we got cable in it. God damn. We got all the Shotos in it. It got like all these characters, mag- you know, like, damn, it's, 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 this is a pretty crazy game. You knew it was going to be crazy. Yeah, I knew it was going to be crazy. So, okay. When I started going to Regency, it was like 2008 or so. I remember seeing you there. You were still rocking the team that you have, you have now, yeah. which is Storm, Sentinel, Iron Man. Right, that mm-hmm. that never changed, did it? Did mm-hmm. you ever use any other teams? Storm Sentinel Cable for the Storm anti-air. Cable, okay. Yeah. Um, your low tier team, mm-hmm. Iron Man, Guile, Ken. Iron Man, Guile, and Ken. Yeah. With the with the Tatsu, uh, tatsu assist, assist, right? Yeah. Okay. So you, you've always just maintained the same flow, right? Kind of like me. Like I've always used MSS, right? Yeah. It's only until recently that I've used like Matrix. Um, what happened? during the 2008 like that's when that's when i saw you and then something happened where you you kind of hit another another level was it just all the l's that you were taking all the 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 games that you were playing with people because eventually you got to a point where certain players couldn't touch you anymore you were you were kind of moving into the upper echelon of 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 the tier list so as far as like west coast goes yeah yeah or marvel in general do you think that it was online or, or what happened i think no it wasn't really online i think I think I've always been good. I, don't, I, I think when oh. I went to Regency, I don't think re- anybody was really messing with me. But I didn't really go that often. But when I did go, I was getting W's, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, I remember. I, I'm not undefeated or I'm not going to go on like a... T- I did go on a few 20-game streaks because Regency, if you go on a 20-game streak, you get a free soda. So I got a, f- a few free sodas in my time at Regency. So I, I'm eating my streaky streaks on. But I've never, I, I've always been good. Um, But... People has people haven't been talking about me because I really went, I really went, and when I went, it was for a few games, and then, then I was gone. Yeah, I remember you'd yeah, bounce after I'd a bounce. little while. Uh, do you miss it at all, Regency? 
Uh, no, not really. Not really. No, no, not really. We're kind of past that phase yeah, already. Kind of past that phase. I think the online is where it's at, where, you know, we can <sighs> stay home and your fruit of the looms <laughs> and play online and shit. Of course, you know, DC is good now, but back then I didn't know about DC. Back then I didn't have no, no idea about DC. I had no idea about going to different arcades. I had no idea about Evo. I had no idea about anything. I just came to Regency because I live close by. It was a convenience thing. Like, I ain't got shit to do. I go down there, get a slice of pizza at Pino's Pizza, mm. um, go to the arcade, see who's there, put a cord in, fuck somebody up, and leave. Yeah. So that was my thing. Um, I was good. I knew I was good. But I didn't care to be, like, top player or going to tournament. Like, I, I didn't even know about tournaments. So that was the thing. I just showed up and left. Showed up. And people didn't even know me. You know, that was my next question. Is it no clicks or anything like that? No. It was just, hey, it what's was solo. up? It was, it, just so- yeah, it was me solo. I just went there when I went there and I left when I left, went to class, come back, you know, play. And the same people were there. I'm like, yo, this can't be real life, bro. You, you I was here earlier today and you here again. And I had a whole slate of classes. I came back and you still here. I'm like. That's have you been here this entire time? <laughs> That's the grind, man. And the other dude, like, see some other people in the background sleeping, like on on, on, the, on by the machines, plugging their fucking cell phones, charging their phones, like they're like living at the arcade. I'm like, yo, man, this can't be real life. Unfortunately, it is, bro. <laughs> uh, and, and of course, you, I remember you saying that uh, there were people that like like at Cal State Long Beach, like people oh, play yeah. that didn't even go to the school. Yeah, they didn't even go to school, bro. Like I was good. I was playing at Cal State Long Beach, so. I was beating people and stuff, and then I thought these people went to my school. <laughs> but, you know, I go to class, come back, motherfucker's still there. I go to eat, come back, motherfucker's still there. And, you know, I, I do my thing. Yo. One of the guys was a short-term, Jason. He didn't even go to Cal State Long Beach. I'm like, he was like, no, I don't go to school here. And I'm like, what the hell are you doing here? So, so, just playing some Marvel, man. I had no idea people were traveling to different arcades to to test their might, to test their skills, to 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 get a better understanding of other players, other play styles, because they're preparing for Evo or they're preparing for whatever tournament. But there was a lot of good players, but I wasn't there. I didn't know about SureYouGen.com. I didn't know about SRK. I don't know about you know going to people's houses like i wouldn't go to nobody's house like back then i was like i ain't trying to go to your house bro i'm trying to go out i'm trying to go you know to the movies go party go to the bar go drink go to you know i'm trying to do stuff yeah yeah. socialize and you know have a good time i ain't trying to go to someone's house and play a fucking video game bro like i'd rather go to arcade and play you i ain't trying to go to your fucking house (laughs) so so you're i mean you were an og head that that played the game when it came out but you were a late bloomer when it came to the community yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I was an 09 er bro. 09 er I, I yeah. created my SRK account in 09. The only reason why I knew about SRK was fucking online XBL PSN. Because when I was on XBL and PSN, when it released, I like I waited. Like it was like a countdown of when it was gonna you know be available to purchase, and it was late night, bro. So. I bought that shit when it first came out, when it's you know just released, and I was playing that shit online. So it was getting games in all night to the next morning to you know the next yeah. day the next day. Yeah. It was addicting, and I was on, on top of the leaderboards, and mess my message has been blowing up. Like who the fuck are you? Who yeah. are you? Who are you? What arcade you play at? Who? What arcade you represent? Blah blah. blah. Who you play with? You I'm, know that that's that's one of the things about online is that is the 
the gamer tags didn't really reveal much about the person because right? no. there are a lot of people that like to be incognito yeah, and yeah. kind of hide there. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, Cos- <laughs> Cosmic Methods or uh, MVC2 Reaper, not to mention any names. But yeah, if you got your ass whooped, like it happened to me, like I'd get my ass whooped and I'd be like, who the hell is this guy? Yeah. What the hell? Perfect Licious or uh, yeah. like Nismore, like yeah. when Nismore popped up, like I don't know who the hell he was. Uh, Finesse, remember Finesse yeah. was. Um, what the fuck was it? Finesse? Yeah, what is, I forgot his name. Uh, special kill. Special kill. That, that's right. Special yeah. kill. Yeah. Nobody knew who he was, and then once the word got out, it said, "Oh, okay. Well, that that makes sense." Yeah. Um, but yeah, online, I think it it helped you out a lot, especially being able to get games in from home and, and playing yeah. a variety of people without having to leave your home. Obviously, it goes without yeah. saying. That kind of helped you out. I was the, fucking up everybody online. Like, everybody I played, I was fucking them up. I was on the top of the leaderboards. I was, like, killing everybody online. We were to the point where people wanted to fight me. People wanted wow. to, like, you know, that shit doesn't work offline. Come see me on this arcade at this time. I fuck you up and blah, blah, blah. Really? Like, oh, bro, relax. Wow. Yeah, so I was fucking everybody up. And then um, once they told me about SRK, and I logged on and made an account. Then I see like the Xbox Live Good Games thread. Yeah, I see like I regional matchmaking. Like, yo, I was all in there talking shit and I was doing all sorts of shit. That's, that's how all these money matches happen because of me talking shit and me fucking up people online. People got in their feelings and they're like, this shit doesn't work online. You know, it's just fucking random as fuck. You can't see me. And then money match happens. I win. Same shit. You know, rinse and repeat. 20 years down the line, I'm still doing the same shit. Is, is it really random? I'm That's still doing true, the same yeah. shit. I, I, am I fucking sorry? Yeah. Like, come on, bro. And, and just a side note, on the SRK forum, there was there was a thread in there called the Xbox Live Good Games thread. Yeah. And all it was was just a bunch of circle jerking people yeah. going there and say, hey, good games to so-and-so, so-and-so. There was also an Xbox Live Bad Games thread. I don't know if you knew that. I knew that. But the Bad <laughs> Games thread was actually the Good Games thread, too. So it wasn't really... It was called a Good Games thread, but it was, you know, people were just trashing people because i remember me and nismore was on there yeah. me and nismore we we got along because we were shaking up the online community me me and golden nismore we definitely shook up the online community and we were just trolling the shit out of every, everybody yeah getting under everybody's yeah. skin the patented roundhouse play style okay this is definitely a hot topic when it comes to when it comes to you because to money match you or to play a long set against you I feel no one can prepare for that yeah, because nobody plays like you. Okay. Now, a lot of people would say, and I was one of those people was, was that your, your play style is very unorganized. It's very unorganized would be derogatory. Unorthodox is a, a little bit better, better yeah. term to describe it. You don't, you don't follow the norm of, of, of Marvel to the way that it's, it's generally played. You like to cut against the grain and, and do things that a traditional player would, would not. The issue that pe- I think people have is that even though you have a playstyle that's that doesn't go that doesn't conform to everyone else, you still produce wins and you still end up at the top of of, of the rankings. And I think that's what kind of grinds yeah grinds people grinds everybody's <laughs> gears, man, because they see the way that you play and it's like that shouldn't work, man. Or how am I getting hit by that? And it's 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 all very very. Um, it's all very straightforward what you're doing. You know, even though it's unorthodox, you're not hitting anybody with anything special. It's it's an overhead. It's 
a roundhouse. It's, it's, it's a, the same DHC. It's, it's a three-hit combo. It's a three-hit <laughs> combo, yeah. And you're you're beating people this way. Like somebody like me who loses to that, and I'm doing fucking 60-hit reflies, and I'm doing... It does make me feel a certain way when I lose, and I'm like, God damn it, dude. I can't believe I'm losing to uh, <laughs> a three-hit combo. But at the end of the day, it works, and that's all that that's all that matters. How do you how, how do you even go about a 20, 20 plus Marvel two career twenty plus year Marvel two career, and you have no desire to learn how to refly, how to do air to ground, how to do the corn go infinite with storm? You have no desire to learn any of this stuff. I have some desire, but I don't have the time. I don't have the time because you know when I come home from work, ten hour a day, stream some some games, some money matches, and I don't really hit training mode on DC. I don't really tr- hit training mode on. You know what? It took me a long time to learn the Storm Infinite on Sentinel. Like there was really? there was a long time where I didn't do it. I didn't know how to do it, and I couldn't figure it out. Wow. Yeah, and then like I remember I learned it at Regency, where Black One was like. Yo, you need to learn that shit because there's a few times where I was beating the shit out of everybody, and then like there's openings where I had him in a storm infinite, but I didn't do it because I didn't know how you to didn't do know it. How to do it, right? So he, he pulled me off to the side cab, and then he was like, "Put, put your quarter in." And he put a quarter in, and then I was like, "All right." He picked Sentinel, and then he was like, "Do this," and I'm learning it. I'm learning it, and I'm yeah. like, "That do this shit is costing a lot, bro," because you're gonna pick Sentinel once, and if Sentinel dies. Then this tutorial is over. You had to put another fucking fifty cents in or another quarter in. It's true. Yeah. So I was like, true. "Fuck, man, I'm not trying to learn this shit." And then I gave it up. And it wasn't until I went to his house. I went to his house in Compton, and then we were playing games on DC. And then that's when I actually learned it. He was like, "You have to do this, and you have to do this, and you have to roll the direction when you're doing it, and you have to go back up." And so, he, so he taught me that shit. The benefits, the benefits of having the console at home, either. PS3, Xbox, or preferably Dreamcast, right? Yeah. But you can't you can't put a price on that, man. Training mode does help, especially. I mean, you had to learn how to do the Iron Man's Unfly Infinite somehow, right? Yeah. I don't know if you did it on arcade or if you practice at home, but you had to learn it somehow. Yeah. It, and like you said, it's it's very costly to do your training mode at the <laughs> arcade at fucking yeah. fifty cents a pop or whatever the case is. Yo, shout outs to Black One. That guy makes the best uh, grits and oxtail. <laughs> I've ever had so shout out to that guy. Uh, yeah. So, like I said, the play style—it's—it's you cut against the grain. You don't do the tra- you don't follow the traditional formula, but at the end of the day, it still gets you the wins, and that's all that matters. Yeah, and it, may, it may not be the most popular. People may not agree with it, but they cannot deny that it produces results. And at the end of the day, that's that's what it's all about. Um, when you were making a name for yourself online, people started to realize who you were. This guy Roundhouse is is kind of. Shaking, shaking stuff up. Did you have anybody that that was gunning for you? Did you have any initial rivalries, any uh, first attends, anything that that popped off in like the two thousand nine, two thousand ten era? <coughs> yeah, um, there's a bunch of people like people from other arcades wanting me to go over there, like jamming his ex. Like I don't even know this dude. Oh yeah, I don't even know this dude, and he hits me up talking about first attend for a hundred, and I'm like, all right, bro, I don't know you. I don't know who you are. I don't know what team you play. Run it. Because, you know, people always say, like, that shit doesn't work offline. It only works online. And I suck and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Random shit. So I, I play him. First to 10 money match at Regency. Score was 10-0. Me. Oh, shit. 
how the fuck are you going to call somebody out, trash me, saying all this stuff, quote unquote, threaten me with a money match. Don't threaten me with a money match because I'll take it. And you lose 10-0. And on top of that, he didn't even have the money on him. Oh. On top of that, he only had $50 on him because he thought he was going to win. So he had $50 on him. And he was like, after the match, he was like, yo, here's 50. I'll, I'll come give you 50 later. I'm like, what you mean later? And he's like, oh, well, I'll have it if I don't have it with me. I'll, I'll come back. I'll drive back. I'll, I'll do something. Because back then, there was no Venmo PayPal. or s- yeah. stuff like that. So right. I was like, I cut that as a loss because I didn't really care. And money wasn't an issue with me. So I was like, I'll take 50. Wow. But I didn't say I'll take 50. I was like, I took the 50. And then whatever happened, he did pay me like maybe two or three weeks later. He came back to Regency. He actually messaged me. He came back to Regency. He's like, I, I'm be at Regency on this day. I paid out the 50. And he man, came. Was, man, it was worth Yeah, he paid me, and he left. He didn't play any games. So. Good. Yeah. The uh, the flack that you were getting online with people saying, hey, that shit only works online. Come see me offline. It's almost like an extra life, an extra lifeline for people <laughs> to hold on to. You yeah, know, It's yeah. like, all right, I lost, whatever. As long as you can tell yourself and convince yourself, <laughs> hey, you know what? That shit wouldn't happen on Dreamcast or Arcade. It's kind of like, all right, I get a second crack at this guy. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And people still do that to this day. Yeah, yeah. What what you have to realize is the, the and we were talking about this earlier, is the kind of fight stick that you're using, the board, even the buttons or the JLF, it all makes a difference in how you perform online. A lot of these fight boards have input latency, right? Yeah, yeah. Some are better than others, so you, if you don't have the equipment that's right for your console, you're going to have issues, and you're not going to perform. It doesn't matter if you play online or offline. If you don't have the right equipment, you're going to get fucked either way, and that's and that falls on nobody but yourself. So take the time. There's there's a lot of research that you can do for everyone listening at home. If you do have a fight stick or whatever the case is, do your research. Look at, uh, at what your inventory is and what you have. There's always improvements that can be made in terms of quality, I think. Um, if you invest like Roundhouse did, get your equipment right and get your results. Okay. Yeah. So what people don't know is I use the same stick for every time I play. I, I don't have four different sticks or three different sticks for each system. I use the same stick and it's an arcade one up actually control panel. And I converted that to an actual fight stick. So I have a little box for it. Take the panel off of my arcade one up. When I play on online, I use the arcade one up. So I want to use that same stick, the same joystick, the same buttons, the same configuration, the same spacing. And I put it on my box. That's my fight stick. And I break it. I bring it to go as modular. So there's the same stick I play online. the same stick I use for Dreamcast. the same stick I use for everything else. So I think that makes a, a big difference because some people have a stick on PS3 and it's only Japanese layout. But when I play on DC, it's American layout and the stick is different and the feel is different. So I, I Dude, wanted muscle, to avoid. Muscle memory is a real yeah. thing. Muscle memory. Yeah. So, uh, so Jaminus was, uh, was an initial rival. You take care of that. No sweat. Uh, 2011 and 2012, was there anybody on your radar that you needed to take out? Did you go, go hands on with anybody? I don't remember. Um, <laughs> it's kind of fuzzy to me, like with the dates. I don't remember because I've been fucking so many people up and every year. <laughs> Shit. Like, I don't remember who I beat, but I beat, I beaten probably everybody. It's a little hazy, yeah. man. Like, the, like 2010 with it being the last year at Evo and all that. And then everybody kind of switching over to online. It's a little hazy. 
what I remember is Evil 2014. That that's what I remember the most. My memory, like with, with our interactions and everything starting, Evil 2014 was when you you took over as the tournament organizer. Okay, yeah. can you talk to us a little bit about that? I mean, you were the one that was that was running the bracket. You had a uh, Charlie Goblin. Shout out to Charlie Goblin. He was kind of helping you out a little bit. Yeah. Um, can you walk us through that? H- how did you go about? Um, becoming an organizer and where did this experience come from because you you did a fucking good job of running the bracket it was actually me charlie goblin um video and i think another person but i i can't can't remember but it's part of team admin because we have a team admin group that runs the facebook group and we're the ones that you know we do the tournaments and want to be the tos and make sure everything's organized so to 2014 was the year that i said fuck it i'm gonna do it because I'm tired of this motherfucking go for broke Alejandro ass dude showing up to the venue fucking five hours late talking about I overslept or I'm drunk or carting his equipment in and relying on this dude to make sure the tournament goes and the tournament starts at supposed to start at 1 p.m. barely getting set up like at 5 p.m. you know like yo she's not supposed to happen so I remember that evil Nick guy was there and lockdown was there and i was like yo man what the fuck all this is unorganized you know like we need to get yeah we need to get this shit um we need to get this shit organized and make sure everything's running like in a tight ship so the next year i decided to um be the to and actually did a damn good job of it and then i did the tos for the um the the the, the next evil was after that Dude, well, the the Evil twenty fourteen bracket. I remember everything was handwritten. Yeah, you, got, you guys were writing yeah. everything out, yeah. and we had what like uh, like fifty people or something. Yeah, oh, maybe tournament. more. Yeah, maybe more. Everything was handwritten. Just so you guys know, everything was handwritten. They had a big long uh, like white sheet of poster board yeah, or poster something board. like that, and you had to do all of these names. You had to shuffle them. Like yourself, yeah. And plus, you had to do a losers bracket and kind of put everybody in the right place, dude. That's a lot of work, man. Yeah. And I think we only had maybe three or four setups, yeah, that year, dude. We and we knocked everything out smooth like butter, yeah. And that's what a lot of people don't know is that being a TO can be a very thankless, uh, thankless job. We do this. The TOs like Roundhouse, they do this for the love of the game. It takes a lot of work, a lot of effort, and recognition does need to be be given for that so much appreciated for that brother so the the 2009 evil i, I want to talk about that too because that was the first um evil that was on ps3 and xbox i mean it was on psn 2010 was the the psn one. Oh yeah the 2010 was the psn one so the 2010 one was the one i want to talk about because that was my first evil okay and yeah that was my first evil and i'm this online dude that's been causing havoc yeah yeah. so you know people are you know thinking who's gonna make out out of each pool and i guess there was like i don't know how many pools there were but people were looking at people's names right so i was in the first pool i was in pool one and everybody was like oh shit jay wong and yipes are in pool one so that that's gonna be them too everybody else doesn't matter and then pool two is blah 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 pool three is blah 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 and i'm like i'm in pool one what the fuck are you talking about? You, obviously, you don't know about the dude named Roundhouse because I'm going <laughs> to fuck all these dudes up. You know, I don't care who Yipes is. I don't even I didn't know, yeah, I don't even know who Yipes was at the time. Like, honestly, I don't know who Yipes was at the time. Really? I know who I, I know who Justin was at the time. 
But prior, I didn't even know who Justin was either because I wasn't into the tournament scene. I wasn't into the FGC. I was yep. just, uh, I come to the arcade, play my games, and leave. Come to the arcade, play my games, leave when I have free time. Um, but West Coast Warzone was when I, I met Justin. Justin actually used my stick to win like a couple of the West Coast Warzones. I remember that. Yeah, he used my stick. And then, because I was always in top eight, and he was in top eight, and he always made it further to me. Um, he used my stick, and he, you know, he actually won a tournament with that. But that 2010 Evo, I made it, I almost made it out of pools. I made it to the very end. And it was either me or um, Jay Wong. And then I had the lead like crazy. And then everybody behind me was like, oh shit, Justin's about to lose. I, I, I remember Fnatic was behind me. I was like, oh, oh this is done. He got this. Yeah. And then I was kind of complacent and then Melvin was behind me and he was like, oh, man. He, he said something and then I was playing weird and then I ended he, he made a crazy comeback and I ended up losing. But I was top 16 though. I wasn't top eight. I was top 16. Right on. So, well, better to lose to him than to lose to somebody random. And I actually beat Yipes one game. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I should have beat him the second game too, because it was two out of three. It was two out of three. Yeah, I should have beat him the second oh, game. Man. And it could it could have gone your way. And and Preppy was there, and Preppy was the only one who who knew, and the only one who could attest it that Roundhouse should have made it out of pools that year, because I had Yipes, Psylocke was coming in for the unblockable, and I missed it. Oh, shit. And it was it, it, it was done. It could have it would have made all the difference. Yeah. But it is what it is. I was I was okay with top sixteen. I didn't care about top eight. I don't. I, I, I didn't even know what top eight was. I don't know. Top eight was on going on a, a stage or whatever, but I was happy that I made it that far that I fucking threw everybody off the top ropes to make it, you know, all the way to where I was. So it's no easy, no yeah. easy feat, man, especially with all the names that were present there. Uh, I think Rob, right? Rob got a uh, top eight. Yeah. Rob got tape. Yeah. Top eight which, which is, which is really good. Shout outs to Rob for, for uh, placing, placing that high. Can we talk about Ruben? 2016. Ruben. Actually, you know what? No, before we get into that, 2015 happened, and we did the East Coast versus West Coast two on two. Okay. If I'm not mistaken, you you got to play Desmond that year. No, no, no. Desmond got to play me. Oh, Desmond yeah. got to play you. Okay. Desmond, Desmond got to play me. Okay, sorry. Because he wasn't on my radar. Okay. Um, but I guess he was feeling some type of way. He thought he could beat me. Well, whatever reason why oh. him and Chris Matrix thought. He, he could beat me. I don't know why, but he got to play me and he, you know, he got handled. There, there's a saying that I tell people and that's everyone, everyone loses to you the first time around because there's no way to prepare. There's nothing. There's no way that you know what to expect when playing roundhouse because you're going to get hit from every single angle in the book. And I remember Desmond got blown up that year, yeah. right? On 2015. Did you get any props at all? For that? No props. No props. No props at all. Fluke? And, yeah. They thought it was a fluke. They thought it was a fluke. They thought out, you know. Yeah. No props. Okay. Still, I, I still don't get props. One bots, three, still don't get props. Do do all this, still don't get props. Got top, placed fifth at Evo this year, top eight, still don't get props. It, you can't you can't uh, argue with results. I mean, as long you know what it is, we all know what it is. You can't argue with results. Okay, you you went from not knowing who Yipes was in 2010 to taking a, taking out a very notable name in Desmond in 20, 2015. I mean, at this point, you're already one of the, one of the top 
top players in, in West Coast. 2016 came around and you uh, you and Ruben went at it. How did that money match come come around? I don't know. Ruben, dude, I've been fucking up Ruben since the beginning of time. So ever since I met this, this, this crusty dude, I've been fucking him up all day, every day. Like I'm, I'm, I'm talking about all day, every day where they're asking me to come there. Like I actually went to Ruben's house. And, oh, did you really? Yeah. Oh shit. I went to Ruben's house and I fucked him up. Like, like Mike chaos was there and like, I was just playing those two the entire night and they couldn't beat me. And then we just kept playing and kept playing and you know, run the shit back, run the shit back. And I'm just fucking them up. So Ruben was just getting fucked up by me all the time. And then I guess he was prepping for a money match and he wanted to play me or something happened. I don't know. I, I, I think Ruben is like a clout chaser because every time like my name comes up, he always has something to say. Or every time he pops out of his fucking gopher hole, like <laughs> first thing that comes out of his mouth is roundhouse. So I don't know what it is with that guy. I don't know what kind of infatuation he has with me. <laughs> But he uses my name to, you know, be, you know, to be recognized. Can I, can I tell you what I remember from Evo 2016? That's when you guys had the money match, right? Yeah. I remember that you guys were going back and forth arguing about where this money match was going to take exactly. place. Because you wanted to run it there with everybody present. The setups were already there. The sticks, you guys have your sticks. Like, let's knock it out now. Yeah. And Ruben was very adamant about running the money match at the salty suite mm -hmm. i remember him saying no no the money matches are always at the salty suite we're mm -hmm. gonna end up playing there i personally i didn't see what the what the difference was um ruben was already kind of shitting on me because uh i had lost to wong mm. and he would he still wouldn't let that go and tell me all that and whatnot but i wanted to see you take him down you know him and i didn't we didn't have the best relationship at the time either and you didn't get the win, obviously, right? He he yeah. ran he ran Blackheart, uh, Cable, and I don't know what else. Well, the thing was, it was supposed to be a first to ten. Okay. And I was fucking him up, and I got to ten first, but he wanted a first to fifteen. So it's always this extension shit. You like, gotta be kidding me! No, I, I I kid you not. He he refused to play me unless it was a first to fifteen, and it was whatever oh, it was. Shit. It was like first to fifteen. And I was like, I'm. You know, me, I'm just like, I'm seeing free money because I've been owning this dude since the beginning of time. And then we go, we go play, whooping his ass. And then I get to 10 first. And then, you know, whatever happens, like he actually picked like cable and I was having a hard time like yeah, yeah. With, with his cable. I, I think he uses, I'm not 100% sure, but I think he uses one button dash. I, I can't confirm. I just know that he plays pad. He might. I, I'm, I'm, he might. It's it's never been confirmed, but who knows? I I don't know either, but I have a high high suspicion he uses one button dash, because he was just doing his cable supers, like one button, one button. I see. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> you know, it's it's a little side note about the Evo 2016, uh, the grand finals video with me versus Abs, where I beat him. Immediately after I beat him, I get up and and I start clapping because Ruben was was behind me and he was and every time Abs would get a win, Ruben would just be you know <laughs> clapping like a fucking walrus. <laughs> and then so I won and then I started clapping too. And then you pop up and you're and you're going like this. You're motioning like hey, like cough it up. And so I, I you see me reach for my wallet and I pull out a hundred and I gave it to you. So people in the comments are like, wait, 
like oh, what's happening here? Like, Wait, what's happening here? What was it hundred for? It's because I side bet on you oh. against Ruben. So I was giving you, I was giving oh, you my piece. Okay. But the people in the comments were confused as fuck. Like, wait a minute, Chaos One, oh. why is he ping Ronos? Um, just context is everything. Yeah. But since that money match, Ruben still hasn't ran it back with you. No. We're going on, we're going on past six years. He doesn't want it. I'm sure he doesn't want it. And his excuses is retired, or he needs to practice, and blah blah blah, whatever it is. But. Ruben's not on my wave, wavelength right now. Like back then, he wasn't on it either, but he just was. He had a good day. Uh, he, he had a good day. Yeah. And I got the 10 first, and then the extension of the set, and kind of like, you know, the, the set's going longer than it's supposed to. It kind of fucked with me. And then with the drama before, too, he wanted to, to play it at a different place. He wanted to play it at a different time. So I had to wait this whole time. Because I wanted to play before the tournament. I'm like, just play, play before the tournament. Ain't nobody's going to stay till after the tournament to watch us play. Right. Like, everybody's here. We have a crowd. You know, let's pop this off before the tournament starts. Kick it off, you know? But this motherfucker's like, no, no, no. So we have to wait till you know, the tournament takes forever, you know? I'm not going to wait fucking five, six hours for the tournament to finish. And then, like, everybody's exhausted. Yeah. So it was that type of that type of deal. So Bro, It takes a lot out of you, man. Yeah. Even if you're just standing around waiting, it's... It's a long process. Yeah, but but he did beat me. He was the better man that day. He, he got lucky, but he doesn't want to see me anytime soon, anytime now, anytime in the future because it's just that's free money. Yeah. It's free well, money. hopefully, Ruben, if you're listening, bro, dust off that knockoff uh, Dreamcast controller pad that you have, and let's get this thing going. Okay. On top of that, anybody from HMC that wants some too, holla at your boy because from what I'm hearing these days is I'm disrespecting HMC. I don't know what HMC is. I think it's higher Magneto crew. That's what it is. Yeah. But, um, you know, I beat Sue Mighty. I beat um, some other people. I beat um, Reset. Um, so whoever else that's from HMC, holla at your boy. Um, we could get it popping. I think here's a, here's a is, pl- is Fnatic on HMC? I don't because so. I would love to play him, no, too. No, no, he's not. Even if it's not, I'll still love here's, to play him, here's, too. Here's what, what HMC really stands for, okay? Um, back in the day... When I knew about HMC, it was higher Magneto crew. So I started a higher Sentinel crew. I don't know if you remember that. I, I was, think it I was HSC, that. so it was higher Sentinel crew. And I thought it was all about having a character that was on a higher uh, level playing field. No, it's just that the fact that the, all these guys smoked weed. So, <laughs> so Sumaiti, Reset, Ace, yeah. they were all part Taiji, of that. Yeah. Taiji, yeah, they were all part of that just because they, they like to smoke. That's it. Okay. Nothing else to it. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but I would like to see you run it back with Reset. You know, it, it, that's probably got to be eating away at his soul right now that he lost you recently. But we'll we'll get into that. Yeah. I didn't upload it yet. But, you know, speaking of that, I'll upload the me versus um, Reset set first to 10 money match um, on my YouTube. Because I need to upload some more stuff to YouTube. Hopefully you guys subscribe to my YouTube too because I'm trying to get to a thousand subscribers. I'm stuck at like 870, bro. So hook me up. Help oh. me out. I need like 130 subscribers. It's free to subscribe. I'm going to pump out some more um, some more content for you guys. We'll, we'll, get you, we'll get you there, brother. Everybody that's listening, uh, once again, the link is in the description. Click that link, subscribe, and, and get that shit popping. Can we talk about Smooth Viper? Smooth Viper was, was another high-profile money match that we had back in 2018, I, I believe. 2019, 2019. 2019? Yeah. Okay. It was the last evil before the pandemic. It was the last evil period. Um, It was fresh off his bots 2 win. So they had bots 2, 
the East Coast version. Battle of the Strongest. Battle of the Strongest okay. 2. Smooth Viper was the winner of that. Okay. So So for those of you listening, that, that tournament was like a like a round robin free for all battle between all of the East Coast talent and uh Smooth Viper was the one who who won that tournament. After that as how, how did how did it come around with you guys playing? Um I don't know. I think just because I've been talking so much shit against the East, uh, East Coast and I've been fucking up people from the East Coast. Um, I beat Desmond. I'm not sure if I beat um not sure if I, I'm not sure if it was before or after Josh Wickfall. But me and Josh Wickfall we had a big money match too in um Atlantic City. I'm not sure, but either way it was me I was making noise against the East Coast and East Coast trying to shut me up. So it was a lot of noise, man. And everybody everybody knew that Duck that me, Duck, and Pasadena were the ones that were like on top of the heap. And you were the next logical person for them to go after. They thought, okay, this is this is the guy that's making the most noise. He's going to be easy pickings. Especially the dude that doesn't know how to refly and not do any special combos or don't know how to, you know, have any, you know, advanced tactics. This is the dude to steal on, right? Yeah, exactly. But um, And that's a very good... Um, it, it was very good for me because my play style and what I can't do is what caused people to challenge me and to money match me because they're like, there's no way I'm losing to this. Yeah, exactly. They, they no think way. that just because you can't do Iron Man air to ground or you can't do a refly that it's going to be easy pickings. And the track record shows that it's the exact opposite. I, I couldn't even do a fast fly back then. In 2019, I, I couldn't do a fast fly. Can, can you do one now? I can do one now. Oh, shit. Not consistently. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> not consistently <laughs> and not with an assist, but I could do it sometimes for no reason. Hey, 22 <laughs> years later, bro, baby steps, man. We'll get there, okay? <laughs> um, the Smooth Viper match was, I remember it was hype as fuck. Yeah, it was, everybody was there. Everybody had something to say, whether you were going for Smooth Viper or, you, or, they, or whether or not they were going for you. Everybody was putting their voice out there. And Smooth Viper ended up losing to Random Rudy also that year. Yeah. Random Rudy's like the... the he, he's like the dirt underneath your, your shoe when you walk <laughs> on a rainy day. I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> he's another guy that that's that has a very unorthodox play style, but he uses MSP. Yeah. So it's almost like blasphemy that you can play. Like with your team, it's okay. You're all over the place. You're zoning and all that. But to play MSP and you don't know how to... He didn't know how to ROM infinite. Yeah. He didn't know how to do five fears. And it's kind of like, dude, what are you doing picking this team? But he ended up beating a lot of people. He ended yeah. up being Smooth Viper also. Mm -hmm. So it's not all, It's not about... It's about yeah, it, it's not about skill set. It's not about um, your abilities to do combos. It's about strategy. It's, it's definitely about strategy and having a game plan and, and carrying that game plan out. And to have, you know what you're going to... What you're good at, and 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 keep doing that. What what Rudy's good at, he's good at hard knockdown and making you guess. Mix up, yeah, yeah. So he, he turns the match that. into a fifty fifty. Mm -hmm. either, either way, yeah. so that that works out for him. Can we talk about bots three? Oh, we could, <laughs> we could talk about bots three. Bots okay. three might be a long. This story. is this is going to take up some time because now you're you're going into enemy territory. Yes. Okay. You're you're uh, the East Coast is holding Battle of the Strongest Part Three. And this time they're including West Coast players yeah. to come along and, and test our might and see kind of who, who's the best. Myself, 
and Duck, we were excluded from this. They made it very clear that we were barred from entering, so we didn't participate. And I think that was good because it gave, it gave everybody else the time to the the time to shine. Yeah. How did this invite come about, and how did you feel about the inclusion in this, uh, being included in this event? <coughs> well, I thought um, I thought it was a good event. I thought it was a good event. I liked that I was invited. I think I think I was invited because I was making the most noise at the time. Because I think back then I was doing the Facebook streams and I was active in the community. I was streaming on my matches. I was getting a lot of views and like doing money matches. So like I was like the talk of MVC two. Like who's gonna, who's Ronald Hart's gonna play? Who's gonna play? Wait, what's the know? date on this? Bot Street took place when? Twenty nineteen. Yeah, twenty nineteen. Okay, so pre pandemic. Pre-pandemic, right before the pandemic, okay. it was 2019. Oh, and it was after um, after I beat Josh Wigfall. So me and Josh Wigfall played Battle for the East in Atlantic City for 10K. So I went over there, and everybody thought Josh Wigfall was going to just fuck me up. Yeah. And then for 10K, and I went over there and I beat him. And then not just that, I beat you know Mike Infinite, of course. I beat Mike Infinite, I beat Matrix, I beat all those dudes, so... Same story, you know, nothing's changed. I'm still beating on these dudes. And then I think it's because of that, I beat Josh Quickfall. That, and I was talking so much shit that they needed uh, to invite yeah, me. Remember. Like, they, they needed to invite me because they, they need to teach me a lesson. They're like, you know, that Josh Quickfall money match, you got lucky. You can't be talking all this shit because we're going to shut your shit up because once we beat you, you can't say shit. And it was apparent when they're doing intros. When they're doing intros for Bots Three, people weren't even introducing themselves. They're introducing how they're gonna fuck me up. Like Josh Three Sixty, he wasn't introducing himself. Like, oh, I'm Josh Three Sixty, but I want Roundhouse first round. Now I'm gonna fuck him up first round. Like, they're including my name in their intro because that's how much I'm in their. They were excited. Yeah, they they wanted to get me. Like I was. They needed to get me, yeah. but they still couldn't get me. Now, if if I'm not mistaken, the format was first to five. First to five. First to five, and everybody had to play. Everybody. Everyone. So, how many heads were there? Was it eight of you guys? Eleven. I Eleven. Say. I, th I think it was. It was supposed to be ten, and Potter got added on, or someone got added on. Either Potter or Bill got added on last minute to make it eleven. I think. I'm not sure. You may. You, you may want to look back, but it's either 10 or 11. Okay. Everybody had to play everybody, so there was no ducking anybody. Because, you know, the, turn the tournament format and, you know, the rankings is a hot topic. Because some people like to go by tournament wins only, tournament places only. But Oh, for sure. But tournament doesn't tell you the whole story. Because if you get shitted on in a horrible pool or if something happens and you get upset at one game, like that doesn't mean that the other person is better than you. So tournament matches is a lot of... Um, a lot of discrepancies there. But if you're playing a round robin format where you're playing everybody and everybody's playing everybody and who got the best overall record, that means that's the best overall player. Because just because someone owns me, one person owns me, but I own everybody else, I'm the better player than everybody else because you guys, you know, are losing to each other. So. I think no. I think it was a good format, even though it it took a lot of time. It took yeah. a long ass time for you guys to finish this thing. Oh, I already knew. I, I was prepared. That's how I knew I was gonna win. I knew I was gonna win because I was talking so much shit. I knew I was gonna win because I put the odds out before the event even started. I had Vegas betting odds on who's gonna win, and I, <laughs> and I was on top. 
and then um, there's a few other people and then I said I was going to win prior to me going I said I was going to win prior to me going I made nicknames for everybody saying that they suck <laughs> and when I got there I knew I was going to win because I knew nobody from the East Coast was beating me so that's going to be a guaranteed what six wins okay then I'm going to have to handle the West Coast were so. you worried about any West Coast players out there? I was worried about Cause you Potter. Had, you had Potter. You had Servbot. Bill Wellman. Bill Wellman. Lockdown. Lockdown. That's it, right? Pasadena declined to no, go over there. He didn't want to participate. So I, I was worried about Lockdown, and I was worried about Potter. Those are only two people I was worried about. Yeah, definitely no easy feat. Yeah. Yeah, those guys are really good. But then I happened to beat Lockdown, and... I lost to Potter. I think I should have won that game because I had uh, had the lead on a few games. And then I just... Because he has an elite cable. And everybody knows that, you know, I have a tough time against cable. Because um, I'm assist-happy. Like, my team's assist-happy. So when the cable comes in, I can't help but call my assist. And the motherfucker get blazed up. And then I'm done. So... I end up losing the Potter and I end up losing the Servbot, but I was those only my two losses, so I end up winning it. Um, Mike Infinite made it to the very end, so it was me and Mike Infinite to whoever won was the champion. But 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 how how often does that work out where the last two people is the grand finals? Let me ask you that: How often does a round a round robin works out where it happens to be the last two people to play? Is going to be the champion. Not often. We we don't really get to see this. Uh, I don't think we've seen that format ever since. Okay. Like but, with with East Coast and West Coast and uh, both in the same room and, and kind of duking it out. I think there were some shenanigans. Um, people know there were sh- shenanigans. P- some people actually left because of the shenanigans. Oh shit. Yeah. Um. It, it was apparent, you know, diving. So there's some diving. Really. Yeah. Well, they won't admit it. And they never said it. I know it. Other people know it. And yeah, some people actually left. It was like, nah. And then the way they ran it and the way it went to the very end. And they're like, conveniently, me and Mike was at the end to play for all the marbles. So All the marbles. Yeah. But we ended up getting the win. Yeah, I ended up getting the win. Because I wasn't... Mike, he was, he was no threat to me. Yeah. So I was like, even though, even though they did what they did, and I had to play Mike in grand final at the very end to see who wins the best overall record to win bots three. I wasn't worried about it anyways. You guys could do whatever you guys want because I'm handling him anyways. If G-Con beats Mike Infinite, I win. G-Con loses to Mike <laughs> Infinite. He gets to move forward and have a chance to bring a title home for the East Coast. Um, but like it I did, said, it, it was only yeah, that way. It didn't work out that way. What was the energy in the room like after after that last win? And you realize that you were you were the bots three winner. Did you get any props? Did they get any handshakes? The only person that gave me handshakes was Blue Jay, Lockdown, and Servbot. Blue Jay, Lockdown, and Servbot. Those only three people that gave me handshakes. I think oh, I, I, I think Sanford did too, but those are the only people. I remember, everybody else was quiet. Everybody else was just basically in shock. Um, wow. They didn't expect me to win. Actually, I was the last person. Me, I was the last person they wanted to win. Um, because just the nature of me, you know. But there was a rumor 
because me and sir but we're shaky right now i mean like i don't have anything against him i don't have any beef with him apparently he has some beef with me for whatever reason it is but i don't have any beef with sir but at evil we squashed it he, he talked to me you know i talked to him yeah i don't troll him anymore but he used to troll me anyways he was mad at me for whatever reason and he posted something and this kind of got i want to clear the air with this because he he did post something on the facebook group he said roundhouse is sorry roundhouse tricked y'all thinking he's good roundhouse asked me to lose to him at bots three Roundhouse asked me to lose to him at bots three and I have the receipts. Well, the only receipts would be me an exchange of messages, exchange of messages. He, he never posted those messages, but I want to clear this up because it was evident with what was going on. So I told sir, about like, bro, these motherfuckers out here, you know, tanking to get a certain result to you know have a chance to play because otherwise they wouldn't have no chance. So I was like, man, this is ridiculous because they're 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 straight tanking. They're tanking. Maybe you should tank. You know, give them a taste of their own medicine. You know, whatever happened, he. You know, we played it out and he won. So if I were to ask him to lose to me, I didn't ask him to lose to me. And at the same time, either way, he won. So it doesn't make any sense. Right. So I'm not sure what, 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 um, what message is he trying to send? A little bit of mis miscommunication yeah. or he misinterpreted what you, what you were yeah. referring to. So Either way, I lost to Servbot, but I beat everybody else. I handled everybody else. I end up winning, regardless. But then he wants to throw shade at me, saying that oh, I asked him to to lose to him. But did he? No, he didn't. And the miscommunication was there, because I was saying, "Yo, look at what's happening," you know. And yo, that it's it's that, unfortunate, man, that you couldn't just take your win and it just be definitive that there's forced controversy i guess you could say yeah um i'm glad to hear that i guess things are a little smoother now um i think that you and him would would make a good a good matchup in a, in a first of 10 yeah i mean the problem the problem with Serbot is that he he's done a lot of things to kind of alienate himself from everyone and then the story spin to where we're the ones that are yeah. kind of shunning him out I think uh, this year at Evo, he conducted himself a, you know, a little bit better. He was more approachable, and he was cool with everybody. There was no drama or anything like that, even with Mike Chaos in the room yeah. at, at the, the, the Salty Suite. The salty, yeah. With Eddie, Eddie Dangerous. It was, everything was cool, copacetic, so yeah. I, was, I was glad to see that because I think that we're already at a point where we don't really need to be dealing with that kind of stuff. Yeah, we're we're all adults. We got things going on, and I think we all know how to conduct ourselves a little bit better. Yeah, I I, I have no problems with them. I have no beef with them. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I don't have beef with anybody actually. I mean, I have my feelings about Ruben, but I have no beef against Ruben. I have my feelings about some people. I have no beef with with, with some people, but apparently some people have beef with me. But like you said, it's kind of like, I mean, we're we're a lot older than this now, and you know, our time with the game 
it's kind of like the window might be closing soon. Right. So it's like, I don't think we have time for all of this, um, yeah. th- this drama. If there's one thing uh, after bots three, okay, you come home, the results are already done. Everything's kind of settling in. If you took an L, you got to hold it. You got to accept what, what, what the situation is. It's time to reinvent the roundhouse brand because now there's really no speculation as to where you stand with with uh, the rankings, especially when when it's against the East Coast. You already know that you kind of beat everybody. You you beat Joshua Iqbal. You beat everybody in individual sets. Now it's time to push the roundhouse brand, and and they, it goes back to talking about what you were doing on Facebook Live. You were putting out videos. You were starting to introduce your catchphrases and all that. Everybody's starting to to Jump on the roundhouse train. Now, everybody who kind of doubted you before is like, hey, this guy, we might be, we kind of might be onto something here, right? How did you feel as, 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 a, as a player who's settling into this new role where the pandemic is starting, COVID's hit, and everyone's afraid to go outside, nobody wants to host, nobody wants to go to sessions. You're the one. You're the one who's, who's jumping online and, and putting your time and effort into putting out these streams. How does that make you feel as as a content creator? I feel um I don't I, I'm not sure how to feel about it because right now like my my stream is all Marvel's Capcom 2. I only stream Marvel's Capcom 2 and some people want to say that I'm like the person who started it all, but I'm not the person who started it all because Blue Jay started it before me. Um this one guy named Christian, he he started a his like username is Christianity or some some Chris somebody, but he started his own Marvel's Capcom two stream. Blue Jay had a stream, Go for Broke had a stream, Dave Magician had a stream, Thriller had a stream. So there were people streaming before me, but I think when the pandemic hit, like I actually was the only one that was consistent, and the only one that kept going, and the only one that had like. I don't know. Sometimes people like drama. Some people like, you know, like when you see a car accident, you know, you don't want to look at it, but you can't help but look at it. I think it's one of those streams where it's like every time I stream, there was always something happening. Oh, did you catch that on Ron Ha's stream or something happened on Ron Ha's stream? Check the chat. You know, this person said this person and something popped off and the money match started. Like that's how Mike Chaos and Andy started. You know, the Mike Chaos and Andy money match it happened on the stream chat. When I was playing Andy, and then, you know, Mike was like, Andy, sorry, I could beat his ass. All you got to do is shoot him and this and that. He came down, played the money match, and, you know, stuff well, like that well, happened. Well, the, the, uh, to be more specific, the the thing that you brought to the table that was before anybody else was that selling point that you just said was that you when you tune into the Roundhouse stream, something is happening. You're, you're, being, you're being very animated. You're popping off your pop culture references. The chat's popping off, or maybe a combination of all three. Everyone's having a good time. Everyone is invested, and that's what you want yeah. as a content creator. Yeah. Everybody that you mentioned before, like Blue Jay put out really great content, Dave, uh, Dave the Magician. But it was just the the meat and potatoes, which was just the gameplay itself. And, and maybe, a, maybe a camera angle. But yeah. there was no commentary. There was no involvement of the chat it was just kind of like hey here it is enjoy it yeah and a lot of people would watch it i mean like me for myself i would use it as background noise 
even though it is great content, I wasn't as invested in it where I'm glued to the screen, like, okay, what's going to happen next? And, and that's what you did. That's what you brought to the table is something that captivated the, the community. And moving forward, everybody who came after you has started to kind of emulate that or try to emulate it. Yeah. Like Ruin, uh, who puts out his own, his own, his own uh, version of the stream, right? But he's on commentary and he's very vocal and he's, yeah. and he's on it. And it's it's for me i would feel proud knowing that you influenced a lot of a lot of people to kind of give their own slice on things lockdown started to put his channel in there as well yeah pasadena he, too yeah and they provide their commentary their their camera angles they're invested in the chat and that's what you want to see it's a formula that works yeah for me i haven't gone the, tw the twitch route yet but the podcast i think is a good way to kind of get that get that content out there also yeah in, in, a, in a different setting that where i'm not coming into your home like at eight o'clock at night you know like when you're streaming yeah i'm more for the drive to work or the drive from work yeah a, a different part of the day where you can enjoy marvel 2 content without actually having to look at the screen or whatever i don't know my point is you were the the pillar for the people that came after you like blue jay set set the pavement right for for providing the content and you kind of took it and and shifted it into a, a different direction yeah and that's what people love about it like you said you either love it you hate it but you're gonna watch either way yeah or you're in a sideline laughing because i provide a lot of um comedy i roast people oh my god dude. jokes you know the stuff i'd be doing you know sometimes if a new chatter comes in and they say something dumb <laughs> you know i'm letting them know but you know, I'm 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 always engaging with my chat. So if you chat or you have a certain question or you're asking about something, I'm all, I always interact with every viewer, not just you know the people that are always there. Um, but yeah, I I I actually had an idea with Neo about like a roast because you know uh, my stream we we get to roasting and it's all good and fun, but they want to do a roast on me. So we 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 might do a, a roundhouse roast where we have like five or six roasters roasting me, and then I get my chance to roast them back. So I think that that might be fun. But yeah, keep us posted. Yeah. Keep us posted on that, man. That, that's gonna be really entertaining. Um, so Botsri's done. Okay, you're you've started the the Twitch channel. Uh, everything's kind of rolling. The ball's rolling. The viewers are coming in and all that. The Justin Wong money match was was the next the next thing and i remember you and chris matrix kind of had an exchange on on your stream because there there was a there, there was clarification that was needed on what you meant by playing against i guess some words were misconstrued or something like that yeah. but the fact of the matter was you thought that you liked yourself over justin wong that's what you felt you finally got the match underway what was it like playing justin wong um it was i don't know it it was something else a different experience for me i think i don't think i was prepared for it because some people were saying like damn i'm preparing for justin wong by playing on psn and i was just fucking around and just talking shit and then i didn't expect to get like you know fucking six thousand live viewers yeah i didn't expect to get all the ogs come out of the fucking woodwork talking shit and my phone is blowing up. Hey, this person's talking shit in the side chat. This person's talking shit in the chat. So I'm like, 
I don't know what to think. A lot of emotions are going on, and like I pop off in the first game, and then I drop the second game. It should have been two zero me, you know? Like yeah. it should have been two zero me. Yeah. And if two zero me, things would have changed. But I end up dropping that game, and it was one one, and then he went on a little streak, and then it is what it is. But I wasn't prepared for Justin for sure. Justin played a really good game. That's yeah. it, and he's no pushover as. Even after all these years where he doesn't really play the game, he's focused on other things, he can always go come back to Marvel 2 and just be a total monster. Everyone was having a field day because of that. Because they knew that if you would have would have beaten Justin, it would have turned the community upside down. It would have shaken everything up and people weren't ready to see that. And they and you know, that's just that's just how it goes. When I first played Justin, nobody wanted me to win either. They thought Actually, a lot of people wanted you to win. Actually, oh, you know they? what? Rewind this Rewind this real quick because I remember the last podcast you had and you talked about your Justin match. You said a lot of your friends betted against you and it made you feel a type of way. And I remember, I'm not sure if you caught some feelings on it, but I remember I brought it up one time and I said, I betted against you and I made money. And then I, I think like during that time, we weren't on the same page and we were kind of like, beefing a little bit but i'm not sure if you remember that but i bet it against you i want money betting on justin but the real story of that is i wanted to bet on you i wanted to bet on you but no one would take my bet because you know we had that team chaos on this side with daryl and his t-shirts and his gang and that you know justin on that side with dominic with his stupid optic blast <laughs> sign and dumbass <laughs> glasses so I wanted. I was sitting on Chaos side. It was me, Regency, Rob, and Telly. We was on Team Chaos side, and I wanted to bet on you. And then Telly was like, he wanted to bet on you too. And then he was like, Roundhouse, bet me, bet me, bet me, bet me fifty dollars, <laughs> just for fun. I was like, man, I don't want to bet against you. And he was, he was begging me to bet. So I was like, all right, fuck it. Run it. $50. I got Jay Wong. You got Chaos. So that bet was against Telly because he strong-armed me. Well, that's different. Action. That's different, though. That's, but but you didn't know that backstory. I didn't, I didn't know yeah. that, no. But but that's that's different. That's that's like – that's just between between you guys, like a friendly wager. There were a lot of people that that just didn't with, – without any money being involved, that didn't just – they didn't want to see me win. And I think that it was the same case with you. Like a lot, a lot of the OG heads – we're like, uh, this is not, this is not going to happen. But that's okay though, because you ended up getting really good experience. I think that was your biggest marquee match, yeah. obviously to date. Um, even if you were to play somebody like Sanford, I think it wouldn't, it wouldn't hold up as much weight. I would think at the at the be all end all would be Justin, right? Yeah. That, that that's the name. I hope that you get another crack at him because playing against that guy is. Dude, there's nothing like it. Yeah, it's, that it's guy has a different. Di it's different. It's, it's very different. Even playing Duck, as as solid as Duck is, as much of an asshole his gameplay is, you know, he's he's ruthless. Justin is a, is a different different vibe, and I love playing against that guy. I think I've only played like three first tens against him, and each one has been more enjoyable than the, than the the last. Uh, Shout out to Duck too, because Duck taught me a lot of stuff during the pandemic. During my gameplay, he he really leveled me up with um decisions and like he duck believe it or not was the first person to teach me the suki guard cancel and i didn't learn oh, this i shit. remember that i didn't learn this shit until like fucking 
Dude, like recently, late. yeah, like late, like a few years ago. Dude, your gameplay now compared to when the pandemic started, or uh, we'll say 2019, is night and day, because you you know how to do so many different things now. Even with your Sentinel uh, Iron Man combo, where you do the rocket punch into a repulsor blast, and then you and then you dash back, and then you do rocket punch again. Yeah, you weren't doing that a couple years back. Like there's a there's a lot of stuff that you know how to do, and it's it's helping you get those wins even faster now you know yeah. what i mean and and when you see those types of results the game is more enjoyable i think yeah uh but yeah duck has a plethora of knowledge now to share yeah and and that's that's the kind of guy that you want in your corner um what was it like when the justin wong match was over and the dust had settled i'm not sure i'm not sure um i just realized that damn i just got fucked up but i i, I thought I had a chance, <clears throat> but, you know, it is what it is. I lost. I was kind of like, you know, from up here to down there and kind of like, damn, where do I stand now? Um, but I just, I know, I know yeah, the feeling, dude. I just kept grinding, just just kept playing and people were asking me about it. You know, even in the videos, like, like I posted up the Justin Wong. Like if you haven't seen it, watch Justin Wong versus Roundhouse on my YouTube channel. That shit got like 20K views. Yep. But, um, yeah, if you watch that and you look at the um, stream chat and you look at the comments, bro, it's all negative. It's all negative against me. And it's like me reading, like, till this day, I ha I haven't watched it. <laughs> yeah. I I hadn't rewatched really that video. You're just like me, man. The, the 2014 video with me versus Wong, I've never watched it. I've only taken little snippets. Yeah, like, little snippets. And then I get to a point where like, man, I can't watch this shit. And then especially with all the comments rolling in, like, I can't watch this shit. Yeah. It's, it's very the, it's the worst de part detrimental. Is, the worst part is the notification. Because you know, like, I have a YouTube channel, right? So sometimes you get a notification. This motherfucker commented on your Ron House vs. Jay Wong video. I just glance at it. It's like a negative comment. I'm like, fuck, fucked up my day. <laughs> like, I'm at work minding my own business. That motherfucker want to post a negative Jay Wong versus Ron House comment fucking six months later down the and, line. And it's, and and it's like somebody from the Philippines <laughs> yeah. or like somebody from Mexico. Yeah. That's unbelievable. Either way, man, I think that you took that loss in, in stride and you you were you were back streaming yeah. like in, in a matter of no time. I do remember you popping off and calling out uh, Mega Man DS and yeah. I think Fanatic right Both afterwards. Both of them. I, I think Fanatic wanted me and was talking all this shit about me, especially after I won bots. But then I guess he realized that I was too good for him because then he started asking for games and this and that and started asking for odds or whatever. No way, but I'm bro. like, bro, if you're talking that shit, play me straight up. And I'm more than willing to pay you straight up, straight up for any amount. It doesn't have to be super high, but but put your money where your mouth is. And especially Mega Man DS. I heard Mega Man DS was talking mad shit. I actually saw Mega Man DS at EVO. You know, he saw me. I saw him. There's no beef or anything. You know, he saw me. If he if he had a problem with me, or he if he wanted to play me, or he thought I sucked, I'm right there. I got my sticks. Press start. Let's go. That's all you got to do. Yeah, because he not seeing me, no one's seeing me, and that's the thing. That and that's the mindset you have to have. Because some people would like, like they think I'm cocky or arrogant or some stupid shit. But I'm like, bro, you have to have that mindset. Like, if you don't have that mindset, if you go into a match thinking that you're gonna get molly whopped and washed you already lost yeah yeah you already lost you have to go to the mindset with i'm gonna fuck this dude up in a record time i'm gonna do fancy combos and look at him and talk some shit you know that's what makes it more exciting yeah. 
so now we fast forward to the present day. Okay, you're still streaming. You're still providing the the, uh, the content on a near near daily basis, which is fucking commendable, bro. Because that's a lot of energy. Yeah, especially after a ten hour workday for you yeah. to sit down and you're you're running sets against like Andy Doom and John Ryder and all these keep away <laughs> all these keep away teams. You know what I mean? It's oh, it's exhausting just thinking about it. But you manage to do it. Everyone tunes in. The numbers speak for themselves. The community has some questions for you. All okay? right, all right. Which which is uh, my my favorite part of the show because it's different input from different parts of the world. Uh, Franco. Tortora from uh, my YouTube channel, he asks, Brownhouse, do you regret doing that pop-off when you faced Justin Wong for the money match? Nah. Okay, now what he's referring to, for those of you listening, after match one, Brownhouse won the very first match against Justin Wong, and he popped off, meaning he said, what did you say? He said, said, let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I got up and started pumping my chest. Yeah, I do that a lot. I I like to set the tone. I have no regrets for that. I have no regrets for Justin Wong popping off and Justin Wong. I have no regrets popping off and everybody. I have no regrets popping off against Amir. I have no regrets popping off against anybody I played. I have no regrets, you know, doing my Ric Flair woos and my <laughs> fist pumps and my celebrations and all the antics I be doing. I have no regrets. I remember... um. Sidetrack. I remember when Nia was going on a tear. Nia was just fucking everybody up in his first to 15s and he has his undefeated streak and blah, blah, blah. And Nia was the fucking talk of the town, right? And I was a fucking not really anybody yet, you know? But every time we played in tournament, every time you played, I've, I've, I've always beaten Nia. Always beaten him. Really? Yeah. So tournaments, I've beaten him. And then, like, um, we had that tournament at super arcade when it was at walnut for the remix the emp remix uh uh fundraiser tournament okay yeah so i beat him there dude that 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 video is on youtube i don't know who posted it up i think um somebody from super arcade posted it up but he was pissed neil was pissed because i popped off on him and i was doing my little celebration and then like when i was doing my celebration he was Shake, trying to shake my hand but he couldn't even shake my hand because I was still doing my celebration and closing my eyes so then he got pissed and he was like man I'm going to money match you for any your entire wallet any amount you have in your wallet right now I'll money match you and blah 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 so he was feeling some type of way but well, yeah he can't take it personal I mean heat of the moment type of stuff it's like you just have to hold that yeah. especially if you lose but uh, yeah I have no regrets on, on any pop off I love the pop offs like that, that's why you play the game and we love them too <laughs> alright so no channel uh, lol from YouTube he he's asks if you can choose one game to be good at other than Marvel what game would that be one game other than Marvel yeah um I actually I'm good at every game bro we, we I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm good at Third Strike. I'm good at all these other games, but I just choose to play Marvel only. If I wanted to be good at any other game, I probably will be good at it. I'm probably going to play Street Fighter Six when it comes out. So um, watch out for me in Street Fighter Six. Oh, yeah. Uh, but actually, no. The next one I'm, I want to be good at, and I'm probably going to be good at, is Marvel vs. Capcom 2 on the Arcade 1-Up online, bro. Once that comes out, I'm going to be fucking everybody up on a new online platform. So just so you guys know, the new Marvel vs. Capcom 2 Arcade 1-Up cabinet 
just uh, went on sale a couple days ago. Sold out, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, sold out. So this cabinet is going to have the arcade version of Marvel's Capcom 2 with online capability. Uh, by default, it's going to be on Wi-Fi, but you are going to have the chance to uh, put an Ethernet hardline through it so that way you have the best uh, optimal internet connection. It's going to have its own server, so it's its own online lobbies. Yep. And if I'm not mistaken, they're going to have their own tournaments on there as well. Own tournaments, own online leaderboards. and So yeah. it's it's like an online resurgence for Marvel's Capcom 2. I didn't get one, but uh, I'll, see, I'll see what it's like once it uh, starts hitting homes. And we'll see how that goes, man. I'm excited for that. Uh, the Root Society, he's got a couple questions that we're going to go through. Uh, how do you feel about the current state of the Marvel 2 community? Do we need any improvements? We need people to get better because we've got a lot of sorry dudes out there. And we got a lot of dudes who talk a lot, but you know, like the people who are the sorriest talk the most is what I've been observing. And um, the current state of the Marvel Capcom 2 community, they need to stop you know, talking about this filler arc and this stuff doesn't count and blah, 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 because it's all, it's all bullshit talk. Um, because these same people will be the first person to rank somebody off an online set, off a stream set, off the flavor of the week shit, you know? Like, bro, I, I don't, you know, don't say all this shit don't count and then you want to discount me or other people by the most recent casual online set. Fuck all that. Get out of here. Yeah, I agree completely. Uh, how do you feel? Oh, I'm sorry. How would you compare the New York? It should be East Coast, but how do you compare the East Coast Marvel scene versus the West Coast Marvel scene? Is New York missing something? Um, I'm not sure. I think just New York are missing the players. I don't think they have enough players. I think New York have a handful of players. You count them on one hand, maybe two hands. Um. It's, it seems like they don't have enough players. Like, we have a lot. Of, we have a shit ton of players. Like, we have a shit ton of players from SoCal to NorCal to, you know, Central California. And even in, in SoCal, there's different counties. Like, we have the L.A. County. Then we have the O.C. dudes. San Bernardino. And then we have the San Bernardino dudes. Yep. Then we got the one sorry dude from San Diego. <laughs> you know, so there's a lot of um, different regions, too. Okay, next question. Has streaming helped you become a stronger player? Do you review any of your replays? Yeah, streaming has definitely helped me become a stronger player because a lot of people have been telling me, like, new tech. Like, new tech I haven't seen before. Because sometimes I do stuff and wow, I'm like, oh, that really? doesn't work. Or sometimes I do stuff like, oh, you shouldn't have to do that. And sometimes, like, I'm fighting against a commando and I'm wasting my air hyperviper beams on commando when I shouldn't have and then you know stuff like that and like you know different type of decision makings people comment on and, and actually do take it like it doesn't matter if you're a good player if you're duck doe or if you're fucking somebody that I don't even heard of or a troll ass dude even if you're a troll ass dude that give me a hard time if you give me a good advice I'll take it and I see it a lot because a lot of dudes troll me online but they also you know provide good um good feedback hey but it's noticeable like i said your cable is has shown a lot of improvement you're making a lot of better decisions and it's dude it, you can see it it's yeah. not like you're, you're still in the same strut you're learning things even even up to up to today like i said baby steps yeah okay we'll get those reflexes right? don't <laughs> worry about it um can you oh well we already went over that 
This guy said, ask Roundhouse about his Nike sneakers collection. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, we yeah. we know we know that you're that you're a shoe head. Yeah. Um. How did you how did you come about getting into that? Uh, since I was young, since I was a kid, since I was a fifth grader, since 1995. Oh, like shit. 1995 was when all the shoes came out, like the Jordan Concord, like the Jordan Elevens came out, the Penny Hardaways came out. Deion Sanders was fucking prime time. Deion Sanders. You got yeah. fucking Frank Thomas, like Barry Sanders, like all these like marquee athletes and they had everybody had their fucking signature shoe and like you're if you came to school with one of those shoes you're like king of the streets you know but i couldn't afford that shit like i I grew up broke and then was wearing like you know pay less joints or like some big five joints if they even got nikes nice but um ever since like i was able to get money you know i had to you know revisit all the stuff that i missed out on so Big shoe head, big um, NBA fan. Um, I'm. I, I like how he asked about Nike sneakers because is checks over stripes. Because I only mess with Nikes. I mess with Nikes. I don't just mess with like hype beast Nikes. I mess with um, Kobe's because um, I, I, you know, I love Kobe. I love all of his shoes. I have all of his shoes. Um, I still have a bunch of his shoes, even like the undefeated Kobe fours. Nice. Um, you know the the Kobe fives. They, they, Came out undefeated ones, the uh, Hall of Fame ones. Um, so you're telling me that you've never messed with Adidas at all? No, never. You've never tried on a pair of Ultra Boosts or Yeezys? No, no, no Yeezys, no Ultra Boosts, no 350s, whatever. No, none right. of that. Wave Runners, none of that. No Reeboks. Right, no, no. Dude, I think this. Uh, no Iversons, no Shacks, no none. No, this only episode Nikes. is about to come to a screeching halt because. Uh, <laughs> We're, about to, we're gonna have to start a new episode talking about the uh, why Adidas is way better than Nike. When you get a chance, bro, try on some Ultra Boost, man. And I'm not, I'm not talking about the 2022s or like the 21s. I'm talking about the 1.0s to the 5.0s because I cannot wear anything else except for Ultra Boost or Yeezy. A lot of people have their opinions about Yeezy because you know it's it's Kanye, but it's the most comfortable shoe. But well, sometimes the most comfortable shoe isn't the most fly shoe. So that is, that is true yeah. too. Yeah. So, so if you want to be, you know, rocking the, the latest fly shit, they might not like, like the one prime example was the Air Penny ones. The Air Penny ones, the the, the new ones just came out. The home all white with the um, blue check mark. Shout outs to uh, Mad Blueface for sharing that link with me. Oh man, that, that yeah. Mad Blueface has a sick shoe collection. Yeah. Dude, shout outs yeah. to that guy. He. Ask Mad Blueface about my shoe collection. He knows about my shoe collection and my Kobe collection. But that those Air Penny ones, they fucking kill your pinky toe. Kill them. Wow. But people wear them all the time because they they're fly as hell. And Penny Hardaway, I mean, if you were able to watch during his era, he was like, you know, yeah, he was the, a beast. Yeah, he was a beast. He was a beast. So if you if you guys ever attend a tournament or if you uh, visit a session where Roundhouse is at. You'll see that he's wearing some fly shit. He'll have some uh, kick-ass sneakers. Uh, this ch- this person chose to remain anonymous. Uh, he said, "You mentioned several times that you didn't really feel the community. More so, the East Coast didn't respect your game because it was assumed that you were only successful online. How important was it for you to win bots three? And did you feel that the win gave you the respect that you deserved?" Um, I still think the East Coast don't respect me. Oh shit! Yeah, to, to be honest, I'm not feeling, I'm not feeling it because they always shit on me. 
that's why I all shit on them because you know I don't know and then basically when I won I didn't feel like I won like I feel like I did what I need to do and let me just bounce out yeah uh, so and that's what I did when I won it was like fucking four or five in the morning and I wasn't celebrating I was like alright I won let me call my Uber and go back to my hotel you know so I don't know. I, I didn't think that win gave me the respect I deserved. People will still think that I'm not wow. a top player. Wow. Like, they want to troll and say, oh, you're not a top player. or you're not a top player. But I'm like, all right, well, it is what it is. Well, every tournament I've played, I've always placed. Every tournament I've played, I've always been like top eight. Yeah. And it's been consistent. If all, all my money matches are a high percentile. I've won bots three. I've won a bunch of online tournaments. i won these tournaments. I went to... You know, the Nor- NorCal won their tournament, you know, did all these things. But then they want to focus on, oh, but you lost to Texas Showdown. Okay, you know, I, I lost in Texas Showdown off some lucky shit. But that's going to define me as a player? Like, what? it is what it is. It happens, you know? Um, Speaking from experience, yeah, you lose one tournament and it's like all the work that you put in is yeah. out the window. But we know what's up. The the results speak for themselves, and you can't you can't argue that. Yeah, and and me losing to Andy Doom online, and people want to say that, <laughs> fucking, he sucks now because he's losing to Andy Doom. Like, come on, bro, you you know the whole situation. You know what I'm going through. I'm going through like different button variations, different switch variations, different PCBs, trying out different shit because I feel like I'm dropping too much shit. And when you play at a high level, if you can't do lightning attack super, or if you can't connect more than two air hyper viper beams. The chances of you winning is um, very slim. If you have three supers and you can only connect two air hyper viper beams and get one grounder, you're not going to win that match. Yeah, and it goes back to where we're talking about how your equipment needs to be yeah. on point. And I had to learn the hard, hard way when I went out to uh, New York and I played on those fucking shitty ass uh, gold Sanwa buttons. buttons. But uh, what, what I digress. This is the section of the of the show that we call the run back. Okay. Is there any set that you wish to correct, any loss that you would like to rectify to this day at the level that you are now? With everything that you know, your skill is where it's at. It's in tip-top shape. Who would you like to face with the skill that you possess now? I would like to face anybody. Anybody that wants the smoke can get it. The run back, I don't need any run backs. What it, what, it is what it is. What happened, happened. If they want to run it back, we can. But I don't hold any grudges where I want to run over run it back with this guy because it's, it's eating at me. Like, whatever happened in the past, if someone beat me, it's all good. Um, the, I, got, I got hold it. I'm not Fair somebody enough. that would, you know, badger somebody for a run back, but I'll need it anyway. Um, I'm looking towards the future. I'm looking towards whoever wants to play me next. Fair enough. So you guys heard it here first. Whoever wants the smoke, the fumar, right? The As fumar, like say, yeah. Can come get it. Do you have any future plans with that being said? Is there anybody that you have on, on your radar at the moment that you want to play, that you want to run a set with? I don't have anybody on my radar. At the moment, no, actually. Because what do we have to look forward to right now? Because Evo's already done. What's next? The Philippines trip. The, the Philippines, Philippines trip? trip? I think the Philippines trip is going to be popping. That's if it holds through, because it is next year, and if everybody goes, and if, you know... If everything you, works out, because you know something might happen, you know. Can you kind of tell the, the people listening, can you tell them what this trip is and and wh- how it came about? This trip came about because Amira came down and really fucked everybody up. Um, 
in Marvel's Capcom 2. And then there was some drama, some controversy about why the Neil match didn't take place and why, you know, the stipulations and what locations we played at and all this other Plan B stuff. So he was like, you know what? Why don't everybody come down here? I'll pay for everyone. And George was going to pay for all, you know, the food and the Airbnb and stuff. So it was going to be like a like all expense paid trip for top players to go there to duke it out. No excuses in their hometown because they came to us to play here. Like Amir came here, put his money up. Hostile waters. Hostile waters, you know, and same with George. Um, but, you know, going to the Philippines, we're going to be behind enemy lines. And you know how those Filipino dudes, they love to troll. This is going to be some blood sport shit. <laughs> it's going to be some blood <laughs> sport shit for real. Like I, I might be playing and someone might throw dust in my eye. I might be blinded for like two minutes, but I'm still going to get that W. <laughs> oh my god dude <laughs> dude that that's gonna be something to to definitely look forward to i know that you guys are gonna kick some ass out there it's gonna be a good time um as i don't think there's anything else going on this year tournament wise i think there's defend the north but i'm not fucking with that no um, nobody's really said anything about marvel 2 or anything like that everybody's just kind of like relaxing after evo yeah. so we can kind of just chill for now um, the local sessions have been have been popping. You've been hosting bots four. I think I talked to Fuji. I think they're going to talk about bots four. Soon. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We we can definitely look forward to that. Um, you've been hosting sessions. Thriller's been hosting. Joy Ball's been hosting. I think it's it's been great. Everyone is more cohesive now as a community. I don't think yeah. there's a lot of animosity there. It's it's a really good time for Marvel. I think yeah. where before we were kind of at each other's throats and shit like that, and all of that's just in the past. Uh, so it's really good. Uh, we're we're getting to the end of the show. Um, I did want to give a shout out to first of all to Roundhouse for being on the stream and sharing his story, and all the content that you put out, brother. It's much appreciated. Once again, guys, I'm going to put the links in the description. Make sure that you fucking hit that button, hit that link, subscribe. It's free. Show this boy your support, okay? Because he's he's doing it for the for the coat the culture, and then. We want to make sure that we uh, also plug the YouTube channel because he's going to get back. He's going to get yeah. back into it because we got to get those subscribers up to speed. Um, I did want to also give a shout out to uh, Emma Magneto. He's a content creator that's been putting out a lot of work lately. He's uh, his editing is top notch, and he's doing a lot of the content that I've been putting out, but translating it into uh, Spanish for the Latin American community too. Oh, okay, that's good. So a lot of these guys are getting the tutorials that that. Um, that are more tailor-made for them. So that's good. It's much appreciated. And I think any content is good content. So shout-outs to that guy. Uh, shout-outs to all the Latin American uh, community. Keep it going. Keep uh, putting out the matches. Um, shout-outs to Lockdown. Shout-outs to Thrilla for the um, for all the help with the, the stream and the content creating. Yeah, shout-outs to Thrilla. Um, you know, it, it, the show started off in a certain way, but Thrilla's my boy. And... Um, I want to talk about Thrilla and how he's played a role with me because people, some people know, but me and Thrilla grew up together. Not grew up together, but we, we grew up from the same poor neighborhood. We played at the same liquor stores. We played at the same donut shops. We played at the same fucking um, places, laundromats and shit. So um, I've known Thrilla for a long time. He's done a lot for the community. He's been streaming a lot of stuff and he's been hosting sessions. So it's been great. So shout outs to him. Yeah, definitely. It's much appreciated. Uh, if you have anything else to add, add brother? Uh, no, I, I I do want to get my origin story, though, because I have a lot of hot fire 
in my origin story. We didn't get to get to the origin story because we had a lot of stuff to go over. Dude, we're going to have to get a part yeah. two with you, man. Maybe even a part three. It, it, <laughs> might, it might need to be a 10-part series, bro. Real <laughs> oh talk. Oh, my God. The, ro- the Roundhouse <laughs> Chronicles. Pack your bags because you're going for a ride. Yeah, but I, I do want to get my origin story because I do have a lot to tell. There, there's, a lot of been pe- there's a lot of people that played a part in my Marvel little gameplay career and i want to give them their credit like you know dorian and regency and regency guys and shgl and all that stuff then they went to camelot then they went to ffa so there's a lot of things that went on and a lot of stuff that happened in between that that kind of absolutely brother we're gonna have to bring you back for that guys do me a favor share this episode uh like and subscribe uh send it out to everybody i hope you guys enjoy it and we will catch you on the next one Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks.